All righty. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, look, it's Owen. Here's Owen. Owen's here. Hey, everybody. Let me get my bit rate up a bit. Hey, everybody, here I am. Here I am, guys. Here I am, guys. I'm right here. I, I'm, I'm right here. Uh, hey, everybody, we're in a new uh, location right now because I have been building and building and building. So the fence is getting pretty sick. And um, put in a greenhouse today, leveled it. It's looking really, really sweet. And so I had some extra posts. Um, and so I set up this cool circle out here in part of my property and I'm burning a couple extra pallets. I used some pallets to, uh, to make a compost heap and I had some extras. So here I am burning a few of them and I just wanted, and I spent so much time in this part of the property today that I really, let me just get my stool off. And uh, Sidekick Bear is on a mission, you know, guessing he's killing Jews, but uh, he doesn't talk about it. But we're gonna talk about the Clinton body count because you wanna talk about killing Jews. Oof. Uh, Hillary Clinton has killed an impressive amount of people. Like, I can't stand Hillary Clinton, but I'll tell you what. After really researching how, oh, and uh, Liberty Bear made this for me. It's an unbearable hat, it's one of a kind. After really researching how many enemies Hillary Clinton has murdered, it's tough to not respect her. You know, it's like she is Cersei from Game of Thrones. Like she is straight up an absolute murderer. Like serial killer. Yeah, Seth Rich isn't even on the list. Guys, you won't even believe the amount of people. Hey, look, I'm a catcher. I'm a catcher like Bert Kreischer, except not my asshole. Uh... Hit the like button, share it. We're already over a thousand people. That's awesome. Um, I got some stuff to show you guys first, though. Another great Owen Benjamin parodies was made. But first, I want to show you guys uh, possibly one of the greatest beer catches or beer saves of a man over six foot seven in history. Going to talk a little bit about Jews because this is what gets me on an anti Jew run. Telsey Gaffert, Gabbert, when mainstream media attacks Catholics, and I was raised Catholic, and I'll attack those boy fuckers all day long, especially the Jesuits. The Pope is a literal wizard who speaks nonsense wizardry in a room that looks like a snake's mouth. But I get really tribal and protective when people talk shit about Catholics, and they won't allow us to talk any shit about Jews, so of course I just do. Um, yeah, Telsey Gabbert. Yeah, they're, they're like saying if, if you're associated with the Knights of Columbus, you can't be in uh, politics because you're just doing the Catholic agenda. Well, if you want to talk about agendas, no one has more of an agenda than uh, Jews and gays. And we'll get to the gays uh, soon, too. But it's weird. It's like I'm not currently Catholic. I'm Christian, but I'm not Catholic. But I still have some weird tribal loyalty to uh, Catholics, like, I make fun of them all the time. Talk about how the Vatican is, 
you know, really weird in the Pope is Gandalf, except gayer. Um, but when other people do, I get a little pissed off. Unless they also acknowledge that the Jews are a situation. You can't have one and not the other. You can't talk about the Muzzies either. I know. That's why I just do. But first, I want to show you guys the greatest beer catch in the history of men over six foot seven. Um, and Cod sent this to me. This was from my Phoenix show, which was probably one of the worst shows I can remember of all time, possibly. God, I hated that show. But that being said, this is kind of a reflection of, uh, you know, I can't tell if I'm awesome or like missing a major part of what makes someone human. Like I'm doing comedy on a stage in front of hundreds and hundreds of people. I've had death threats of this show. I'm in the middle of playing piano and doing comedy. And I have so little fear that I catch a beer as it's falling during a punchline. And at first I was like, man, I am fucking awesome. Let me know what you think in the comments. Does this mean I'm uh, missing that fear thing that allows people to feel certain elements of, uh, of life? But I, I'm, an, I'm very empathetic. I don't know. Maybe it's just awesome. Maybe I'm overthinking it like awesome, like, like usual. But, uh, so check this out. And this, by the way, this crowd was terrible. All right, let's enjoy. Just watch that beer falling towards the end. It's only a minute and 49 seconds. Ladies, this one's for you. It's called How It Feels For Us. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure this song was requested and no one's even singing along. The crowd was such a bunch of assholes. You know that feeling when you see I'm pretty sure I am a mythical giant from the times of Noah. I mean, look at that fucking catch. 
I'm playing piano and doing comedy. Watch this catch. Come on. Let's just let's just get excited. Speaking of Jews, uh, my mom sent me this and it dawned on me that I posted it on, on YouTube. It was kind of profound to me. Uh, she said, Owen, on this day, your grandfather and grandmother were at Aunt Julia and Uncle Karis, John Karras's house for supper. They had the radio on, as people did in those days, when there was an interruption. FDR came on to tell the world that Japan had bombed Pearl Harbor and that we were entering World War II. Your grandfather told the others, well, Roosevelt got his wish. Remember, he was an ordinary man in Chicago who fixed and installed gas heaters for a living, and he read four newspapers a day. Your uncle John Karras was a Jewish banker and read the stock exchange. So, I kind of figured out why I could have ended up a very confused man. Then I'll stop talking about myself. I know it's a little boring to hear a man talk about himself. But, uh... My family was divided between people that were like work worked with their hands, just good dudes, hunted, you know, knew that the government was always lying, knew what the Jews are up to. And I'm also part Jew. So my life could have literally just been making deceptions and figuring out my own deceptions until I found, you know, Amy, the kids, God, fence making. I'm very, uh, very thankful because it would have been a terrible life to just complete, just continuously make deceptions and then figure out my own deceptions. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. All right. 25% Jew. Yeah. Probably a little less. Probably a little less. Oh, and look into the sugar conspiracy. Many conservatives are part Jewish. For some reason, it works out that way. Um... Oh, and I've I've been doing some flat earth work. I think I found a uh, an Achilles heel in the flat earth map. Alaska and Russia. I've spent some time in Alaska. I know Alaska and Russia are actually extremely close together. On the flat earth map, it does not look close. Let's get on that, Dubai. Speaking of Dubai, oh, and another one is uh, why is it more socially acceptable for some reason to say the earth is flat instead of the, we didn't go to the moon? Part of me wonders, is it a PSYOP to distract from the the biggest deception, which was that the, we didn't go to the moon? That being said, there's a lot of things to te- that make me think the Earth is, in fact, flat. All right. What Earth map isn't perfect yet. See, that's not, that's not how the way map, wor- map making works. You don't just get to keep adjusting the map based on what isn't working or what's working. Cartography is a skill, and uh, you don't get to just be like, flat Earth map isn't perfect yet. Like, one of the big things that made me think the Earth might be flat 
was that the UN was using the flat earth map almost like how evil mocks you with what they're doing right in, in plain sight. And I don't know. The earth is the moon. All right. You got, we got to stand on, on course here. Okay. Um, Owen Benjamin parodies made this one and this is really funny. Let's enjoy it while I drink some claw. All right. Now you're getting banned for life. By the way, I may ban Eric Dubé if he, if he doesn't stay on topic. Talking about Michael Jackson, dude. Stay on topic. Everything isn't about you and your theories about the earth, Eric. Just, just fucking stay on topic. Don't make the whole chat about Eric fucking Dubé. If you keep talking about the flat earth during this, you are banned, dude. And that's one warning. Do not fucking talk about that shit on here while we're talking about Michael Jackson's clone. Have some fucking respect. Respect <laughs> respect the chat, Dubé, or you're out. I don't give a fuck how many people like you. You know, Eric Dubé's in Thailand. When you move to Thailand, you live in Thailand, and you're not Thai, you start thinking you're a little bigger than you really are. So he's probably feeling like he's fucking Gandalf. I'm a giant from the times of Noah. I'm straight up Nephilim. That's a fact. You know? I built the fucking pyramids. I, I don't consider this wizardry or lying, by the way, because it's so preposterous that I can't, I can't believe that anyone would think that I actually believe I built the pyramids, but I do think I am part Nephilim. Thousands of years old. I'm not thousands Fact. of years old. My dad was a fallen angel. My mom was a hot human, and they fucked, and here I am. A giant from the times of Noah. Eric DeBay says, Owen, why do you feel you have to prepare just to chat with me? I've taken off this morning specifically to talk with you, as you had mentioned Monday. <laughs> Not buying it. One more, and you're out, DuBay. You're out. <laughs> Banned for life. Banned for life. Banned for life. Banned for life. Who is your master? Who is your master? Banned for life. Banned for life. Someone's like, the, the Owen Benjamin Parodies account has a great way of making me look completely insane. But, like, it still makes, to me, every beat of this makes logical sense. I stand behind everything, except I'm not actually thousands of years old and I did not make the pyramids. But, I mean, I get what I'm saying. And I, I know Dubay does, too. And I am still looking forward to our conversation. I'll email him and we'll set up a time. Where's that dude that was fucking with Owen that's now gone? He, uh, he was trying to derail the conversation about Michael Jackson. I just, he can be a little, a little pushy, you know, a little pushy. I mean, listen, this is going to sound really fucked up. Not that I've ever had to get rid of a body and, you know, I hope I never have to, but, um, Dubay, no one's ever finding that guy. Banned for life, banned for life. No one's ever finding that guy. You guys get it. <laughs> Dude, this guy's and Watch out for man. people that know how to build a fucking fence. Because they know how to hide a body. All right, let's read some more Super Chats. It's it's valid. And that guy who does uh, Owen Benjamin parodies really knows how to uh, chop up a stream and make something funny out of it really fast. I mean, that was, that was last night he did that. And he's already adapted to the fact that I can't play anything that is... Uh, is copyrighted. The guy is really talented. Um, 
Yeah, and I'm excited to be here. Uh, I, I just listened to uh, Vox Day's stream, and he made a, a great point. He was talking about how I ban people, and I absolutely don't care how many people are here or watch me. And I, he he came up with something that I never even thought of. Uh, that is exactly it. It's like, it's not that I don't value everybody here. It's not that I don't want to reach people or sell albums or be a liked and respected comedian and have big crowds and stuff. That isn't it. It's that I don't, and he neither does he and neither do a lot of people that have been down these roads. I don't value expansion over quality. And he was relating to it based on his blog when he'd have like 3,000 people and it'd be like really, really good conversations. And now he's getting like 100,000 impressions. Uh, I can't remember the time frame, but how like the more mass audience you get, a lot of times it can dull down shit. And so I would love to have a mass audience, but I want them to be good people and not say crazy shit. So it's like, I don't value expansion over quality. And I don't like being around people that have bad vibes. I think it's bad for the whole experience. And I just value quality over quantity because I've had quantity. And one reason, oh, by the way, high IQ does make you have faster physical reflexes as we just proved with the uh, beer thing. But one of the reasons, hang on, maybe I can find a, uh, uh, a, a clip from uh, Sullivan and Son. One of the reasons that I uh, have told people that I am provably very intelligent is A, my mom talked about it on a podcast once, and so people would ask me about it, and B, I played a guy on television for three years that was uh, really, really dumb. And so when people would assume that I was actually retarded, <laughs> oh, here we go. I'll play you guys a couple clips. This is hilarious. This is, uh, it was called Sullivan and Son on, on TBS. So... So, um, this is, this might make my stream go down, but I don't even, I don't care. When we would tour together and, and the audience for this show was awesome. They were such good people, but there is this thing where people don't separate a character from reality and people literally thought I was retarded. And so... I kind of felt obligated, and, and, and Vox was talking about that today too, that the left also makes the right always sound dumb. Like they're like, oh, we're the intellectuals. You know, we score higher on all the tests. We go to college. The right is a bunch of construction working, fence making, hillbilly uh, hunters. You know, they're dumb. And it's like, I'm objectively smarter, objectively, provably smarter than 99.9% of the left. And so playing this character on television, all right, real quick here. One second. People really did think that I was like an idiot. Here's, and by the way, this is the difference between being a white male and being a black male. When you're a black male, you don't walk in um, in an episode smoking a crack pipe with a gun in your hand after just raping a white chick, but yet white people have no problem. I got to turn the audio up. White people have no problem um, playing up on the stereotypes of being like man children. I'm literally wearing a helmet. I'm so retarded. 
But um, it was a funny-ass character and a funny-ass show. I mean, Vince Vaughn produced it. Pete Billingsley produced it. The main writer from Cheers was our um, uh, showrunner. Brian Doyle Murray was in it. The dad from Wonder Years. Um, Christine Ebersol, who I still am very close with to this day, played my mother. Uh, she's a Tony Award winner. Uh, she was in uh, Amadeus. Uh, she's a born-again Christian. We talk about religion and Hollywood and stuff all the time. She gets it. Um, but anyway, so check out this scene here. Can I get a beer, please, Steve? Sure, one. Um, it's a protective helmet. I got a concussion from that little prank a med played on me, so I have to wear this to protect my font now. So go ahead, fellas. Laugh it up. Make fun of stupid Owen. Hey, we're your friends. We're not going to make fun of you. But if the other sperm come in here looking for you, where should we tell them you are? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're done. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Owen, what time are you getting shot out of the cannon? <laughs> I hope that joke. Come on, Owen. We're just joking around. Hey, look, it's a walking camper. <laughs> Why is the joke always on me? Because it's so easy. Yeah, but I'm sick of it. I'm tired of being everyone's target. Owen, you want me to be honest with you? You kind of ask for it. Do not. Well, you don't fight your own battles. You don't stick up for yourself. You're lucky my mom didn't hear you say that. <laughs> Owen, focus. For a minute. Who are you really mad at? Guys, this is a fucking funny show. Like, all the sitcoms, the, the PC sitcoms are just such garbage. This is the number one show on TBS for three years. Like, this was a fucking funny show. Like, these jokes are strong. That's why they, they, it, it, they it, it ruffled some feathers. Jews. I'm mad at him mad for putting a spider in my peanuts. Exactly, so get him back. But how? He's a powerful and successful tow truck driver. <laughs> Owen, come on, you know what to do. He gives you a wedgie, you give him a swirly. He gives you a pink belly, you give him a titty twister. That's the Pittsburgh way. Yeah, I'm from Pittsburgh, I can do that. Of course you can, Owen. You're just as smart as they are. Just need to put on your thinking cap. You're right. I'm sick of being the butt of everyone's joke. For once, I just want to get one over on you guys. Hey, Owen. Does that thing vibrate? Yeah, so uh, I played a retarded person for three years. I remember... Um, There'd be times when people would be, like, making fun of me for that. It's like, oh, Owen's a retard. I watch your show, you retard. And I'm just like, dude, I made more on that show in a week than, than a lot of people call me a retard made in a year. I did find out that, um, uh, you know, excessive money isn't a good end game. It doesn't really end well. But I, when people just be calling me a retard, I'm like, I made a year's salary every week. Like, how is that bad? All right, so check out this. This is another one. This was, uh, hang on. Hey. Dude, it was a funny show. I had such a good character. That's the thing is you, playing like a, um, like a dumb person, not dumb, but just vulnerable, being the butt of a joke is a great character. Like, you don't want to be the fucking cool guy in a comedy. You want to be the guy 
that dresses up like Chef Boyardee because he thinks it's funny. Let's watch one more of these. I haven't watched these in years, by the way. So this is kind of uh, fun for me. But uh, yeah, Sullivan's on Beer Me. Yeah, we uh, we we broke uh, Leslie Jones on the show. Tons of people that no one had heard of. Uh, that was the first show they ever did because Steve Byrne is such a fan of comedy. <sighs> you know, Roy Wood Jr. is now on the... Uh, on the Daily Show, I remember when he when he uh, he's a good guy, real good guy. But when he auditioned for that, I remember my agent was like, "Oh yeah, they don't want any white, they don't want any white people." Someone said, "You're so self-absorbed." No, nah, not your band for life. No, are you kidding me? Do you know how many people here find this really interesting? Seeing an inside look at the entertainment industry, no one gives that. I love that I can just ban this person. I mean, I'm so. I was feeling uneasy, and I didn't know why. Now I know it's because that guy was in the chat and now he's banned for life. But um, yeah, a lot of people don't get the inside uh, look into acting and entertainment and stuff. And so this isn't me being self-absorbed. This is me giving commentary on an experience that a lot of people don't get to have. And um, I think it's valuable and it's literally the opposite of self-absorbed. If I was self-absorbed, I would just be on a chat calling someone self-absorbed. But now he's not allowed to say anything anymore because he's banned for life. All right, this bring back memories. This is fun. Hey, what's with the suits, guys? Is there a funeral? Did Chef Boyardee die? No, I'm the brewmeister. The three of us are going into business together. We're going to sell my beer. Really? Do you have a business plan? Well, we borrowed suits and picked our titles. <laughs> Due to my vast knowledge of sales and electronics and extended warranties, I am the president of sales. And since I have a truck, I am the executive president of transportation. <laughs> and I am the super ultimate president of creative affairs. All aboard the bullet train to government assistance. Steve, <laughs> <laughs> ready to try an ice-cold glass of Owen Brow. I'm not trying it. Last time I drank something you made, it had Windex in it. Well, you did have the whitest teeth in fourth grade. And that's not easy when you have Roy in your class. <laughs> I'll try your beer, Owen. Yes. Want to know why? Want to know why this show was so uh, never pro uh, promoted in Hollywood at all? It showed people of different races getting along and making fun of each other. It actually showed how America could survive, and that drove people insane. I mean, Ahmed. Brian Doyle Murray's character used to call him sleeper cell and be like, don't call him on the phone. That's how those people blow up. And, uh, and it, it showed how cities and, and people can survive with difference. And, and the Jews don't want us to, to ever know the way out. They want us to feel this tension and tension until we explode. Yeah. Holy crap. It's really good. Damn Come right on, it's Melanie. What does she know about beer? Are you saying that I don't know beer just because I'm a woman? Melanie, my dear, I'm saying there's a lot of things you don't know because you're a woman. <laughs> beer just tops the list, followed by driving, reading a map, and calm, rational thought. <laughs> Cut it out, all right? Melanie knows just as much about beer as you clowns. But if you want an expert opinion, I would consult the oracle with the beer belly. I am in session. <laughs> mm, nice amber color fragrant hops bouquet it would pair nicely with a chili dog or 
Dare I say it? A charcuterie plate? <laughs> you, sir, have invented one hell of a brew. Hey, that's just a fancy way of saying what I already said. You just reminded me of something I left off my list. Doesn't know how to keep quiet when the menfolk are talking. <laughs> Dude, we had we had something so special with that show. It was one of the best sitcoms. I'm not I'm not saying this because um I was on it. It's one of the best sitcoms ever made. Because you had you had organically the race shit. We were real friends. Like, Ahmeda Med is Vince Vaughn's best friend, one of his best friends for, like, 25 years. Me and Steve Byrne were always boys. Roy Wood is just a funny-ass comic that we were boys with. And we all were just like, let's write a fucking show. And so Byrne wrote the show. And Vince was like, baby, I'm telling you right now, we'll fucking sell the show, you know? So it wasn't that forced Hollywood bullshit of, like, we need to have the black guy and the fucking... uh the, the Muslim and every time that the white people are bad. No, it literally was real life. And it was so funny. And uh, that's what, uh, you know, that's what scared people about it. Because it shows people how to laugh at stuff, you know. You'd have the paramedic, Melanie, who, uh, you know, w- would show that she knew about beer, but it was also okay to make fun of her. It's just like, and and that's what reality is, is you go, you don't know shit. You're a girl. And and yeah, they, they're not as strong physically as men. There's less geniuses. But in general, they do know a lot more than we give them credit about stuff like the taste of beer, you know? And that was real shit. Yeah. Women aren't as good at basketball or moving heavy shit or I don't know. But when it comes to like stuff like um, like that stereotype really isn't true. Like women have just as good of a palate for fucking beer, you know. And so that's why that was a funny show. All right, let me show you one more thing, and then we will. Um, oh yeah, and that was canceled a year before I left LA, by the way. And I was making thirty three thousand dollars a week. So if anyone questions my ethics, which has been happening, by the way. Just know that I left that, like, left it. Because I realized that my kids wouldn't be safe in L.A. And it was a horrible place to raise a family. And I was, um, and Amy was pregnant. And, uh, yeah, I would be on another show if I I took the knee and and massaged the devil's penis. 33,000 a week. Wow, that's right, kind to bear. That's right. It doesn't matter at all, I promise. I'd rather make 20 an hour with an honest life. And that's, and and I'm one of the few people in the world that you can honestly look at and be like, oh, well, that's true when he says it because he actually did it. Um, yeah, 1.7 million a year. No, we, we'd only do uh, 10 to 13 episodes. Thanks though. Thanks for making me uh, realize how much less it was than a normal show. All right. Yeah. So do you guys want to see, do you guys want to see, no one's, hang on, no one cues your sexuality. Left LA, no one cues your sexuality. Can't tell if you should be banned or not. You got the Viking in you. 
Alex Jones, Bill Hicks, Seth Rich. We'll get to Hillary. I want to show you one more thing. Uh, there was recently a story that lesbians are now mad at trans people. Like, there's a lot of infighting. Do you guys want to see my trans stand up, or should we just start talking about Hillary? Because I want to show how much a um, a uh, stand up can predict the future. Let me know what you want. I'm down for whatever. Sure, let's see it. Let's see it. Uh, show us the thing. Okay, sweet. So I did this bit a year and a half ago at least. And I'll, I'll throw some more wood on this while I show this to you. And this story, this is now a real thing. Pockets of the Future just reported on this, and I listened to his uh, thing about it. And then... Uh, I looked it up. This is a news story that now lesbians are are dividing about how they feel about trans men, like men that say they're women, because now like the LGBTQAIP uh, is just a bunch of dudes. I predicted this shit, so, and I'm not trying to pull a fucking um, Scott Adams where I'm like just like I predicted it. I want to show you how art predicts things, and there's two ways they can predict predict things. It's either evil or uh, revealing. And I always hope to be on the revealing side. And uh, like uh, Black Pill just did a great video about deception. Guys, you gotta watch Black Pill about deception. I I've talked about Wag the Dog on here before, but he that dude breaks it down like a fucking legend. So there's ways you either are revealing uh, what you're doing to, um, because it's, it's part of the satanic framework or you're, you're, you're trying to warn people ahead of time what's coming. So black pill gets it. Yeah, dude, black pill is great. Dude, wag the dog shows exactly how the news media can create nothing out of thin air and destroy a civilization, dude. And it's a comedy. Comedy is, it can be very, very evil. And I, uh, I didn't understand that for a long time. I thought I was in like the most innocent profession and it's not innocent guys. Oh, is this my, uh, my sweet baby girl, my sweet baby girl. Oh, we got new, uh, new winter hats for sale. Well, uh, unbearablestore.com to get Steins and stuff. He, he's really, he's does a great job at doing that stuff, but we had a shipment come, come in. Uh, more knit beanies for sale. Amy just put it up. I don't know how long this will last because this stuff usually, then she just wrote me she loves me. This stuff usually sells out pretty quick, but it's uh, hugepianist.com slash ats. They're the uh, real thick beanies. If you have a cold head uh, right now during the winter, which a lot of us do. Um, your fans are flooding Dave Rubin's live stream deletion of his Patreon page. That was from... Uh, my buddy Mike, who uh, who, who uh, is the guy who does uh, Sword and Scale about murder and stuff. Yeah, Dave Rubin and Jordan Peterson deleted their, their Patreons not to make a statement of solidarity. I texted Dave Rubin when my Patreon was being deleted saying like, hey man, what do I do? Like they're deleting my Patreon. He's like, I know that it's fucked up, right? They're only doing it because they're offering an alternative where they can literally make like a billion dollars and gatekeep against actual right-wing people. So just know that there's nothing heroic about what they're doing. It's total bullshit. 
Jordan Peterson is a snake oil salesman and Dave Rubin is a good-hearted, money-loving sodomite. Uh, So I don't know how good-hearted you can stay in that zone, but he loves money and he loves cocks and his asshole. So just know that when I came to Dave and I said, you know, I've done Dave Rubin's show and I'm like, hey man, I saw you did uh, the Patreon guy on and he just lied. Let's do an episode and expose him. And he didn't. So he doesn't give a shit, guys. Those people are just out for money and sodomy. They want dicks and assholes, mouths and hands, and they want money. That's it. And they want people to forget that they sound like frogs. All right, so watch me call out the uh, lesbian thing. This is a, this is two years ago, I bet. And this has been a controversial clip on the internet. It's gotten uh, like 700,000 views, I think. But uh, it's one of the few... Stand- and This isn't a brag, by the way. This is me saying like it's odd how many thumbs downs it's gotten. It's gotten 1,200 thumbs downs, which for stand-up is rare because comedy is just funny. If, you, if you're good at comedy, you don't get a lot of thumbs downs unless someone just hates you or you're just terrible. But this rattled some, some cages. So check this out. And uh, I'm gonna get some more, I'm gonna get some more wood for the fire. Cause my dick is cold. I got a cold ass dick. Nigga, you got a cold dick too? Nigga, I got a cold dick. Nigga, you got a cold dick? Nigga, I got a cold dick. All right, here we go. Um, I don't get why gay people get so much shit. Like why everyone's like so into them these days. Because they have it way easier. All right, guys, this clip is a little bit long, but enjoy it. Have have a beer or water if you're not good at drinking. They're called gay for a reason. They're happy as shit all the time. That's what gay means, is happy. Why? Because they get to fuck the gender they understand. You know, imagine how great that is. You're a dude. You want to fuck dudes. You're like, should we split a gym membership, start our real estate empire, and suck each other until we're dead? And they're like, yeah. Great, gay, gay, smile, smile. Straight people are just always like, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. And the girl's like, such an asshole. We should just be called sads. Are you gay or sad? I'm a sad. Some of the lesbians are like, Subaru, knickknacking, Sarah McLaughlin? And I get that there's been homophobia over the years, but we kind of beat that. I, I was always wondering uh, when they're going to give that rainbow back. <laughs> that is a big take. The rainbow? Think about all the activist groups. They all settled on one color. You know, environmentalists. They're, they probably all have this big meeting. The environmentalists were like, hey, you know, we've been thinking the color of trees, photosynthesis, grass. Can we have green? Would that be too much? And they're like, I mean, that's a big ask. It is a whole color. And they're like, ah, I'm sorry about that. They're like, you know what? Green it is. You guys get green. Green it is. And the vets, you know, military, they're like, yeah, I mean, I can't even go to 4th of July because those fireworks trigger my PTSD, which is pretty ironic, but <laughs> I'm glad you guys get to enjoy all that. But, uh, you know, we also want a color. Can we grab yellow? And they're like, of course. You know, thank you for your service tonight. Can you see that a little quieter? I kind of freak out a little bit. Some women are like, can we grab this like kind of magenta-ish, pinkish thing for breast cancer? 
Because that's more she asked me. It's kind of a, a feminine color, but it kind of sticks in your mind, so there's a little tint to it. And they're like, yeah, of course. Breast cancer affects a lot of Americans. Go ahead and take that. And then, and then the gays are like, we want all the motherfucking colors. Thanks, buddy. They're like, red, yellow, green, blue, give me all that motherfucking colors. And they're like, gays, come on, guys. Everyone just gets one color in total. They're like, Will Taylor, Ellen DeGeneres. We'll get you guys all fucking black all and shit. Give us all the colors. We want a leprechaun to feel like he's chasing a gay bar. Because it's not like people didn't already have the rainbow. I mean, Noah's Ark. Anyone read that shit? A leprechaun? I'm going to follow the leprechaun. I'm going to follow the rainbow. Everyone's like, all right, gay guys. Like, it didn't used to be that way. Every time it's sunny and raining, it's gay. This is who I feel bad for. Because you got the LBGT, right? Yeah. There's, there's more every day, I know. But I'll tell you when it happened. It all started with the L's. And the L's are great. No one has, no one has a problem with the L's. I mean, like, so the L's were like, L's. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, L's. Great. You guys are really cool. You're great dinner guests. You know? Because they love knickknacking. Like, they always have interesting magnets. You know, it's like a Sylvia Plath poem on a mug. Like, they're good people, you know? In general, there's some asshole L's, but in general. Uh, who wants to go? Uh, cheer, cheers to you guys. Thanks for coming out tonight. Yeah, that was, that was warm. That's like the shit that they used to, to disinfect the Civil War surgical tools. That's all right. <laughs> All right, the big bear needed his honey. All right. So the L's, and then um, the G's came in, and the G's are cool, but they, they're male, so they're a little more aggressive, but they're they're a blast. You know, they're like, hey, we're the G's. And the L's are like, hey, G's, what are you guys up to? They're like, you know, we're facing some discrimination. Why don't we team up? You guys have the Subarus. We got like raves, and uh, we're pretty ripped, and we're fun. We're hilarious. Uh, so let's do that. You know, we're a little unpredictable. We might have a code problem, but uh, let's all team up. And the L's are like, great. And at this point, everything's gone great. And then the bees came in. The bees threw people for a loop, because you never really know if you can go camping with them, but they're cool. Like Bert Kreischer. Like, you know, they're like, we'll bang anybody. They're like, anybody? They're like, anybody. And at that point, everything's Real going quick, good. Dennis Roberto just said this is actually hilarious. Take the actually out of there, and next time you're banned for life. Everything changed with the T's. <laughs> the T's came in, right? And they're like, hey, we're the T's. And they're like, hey, what's going on with you guys? They're like, nothing matters anymore. <laughs> I got to figure out how to end this joke. <laughs> All right, so the T's come in. And uh, they're like, yeah, we're being discriminated against. And everyone's like, oh, we'll, we'll protect you, T's. And they're like, yeah, so let's all chop our cocks off. <laughs> and everyone's like, hey, whoa, man. What's going on with you? They're like, no, I'm going to chop off my cock. Now gender doesn't even exist. Nothing matters. A four-year-old can be a T. Everyone's like, dude, can we kick out the T? They're like, no, he's already brought the Q's, the A's, and the I's. And they were like, we're going to burn this bitch down. And you go all the way back to the L's, and they're like, we should have just knitted sweaters. <laughs> oh, fuck, that might be a fucking great joke, guys. I started writing that yesterday.
Because a lot of you guys, I, I, you probably, uh, on my YouTube sometimes, I do live streams and shit. And, yeah, yeah, the unbearables, baby. And some of you guys are funnier than me, just to pussies and won't do it on stage, so. Like, like I, I did this yesterday, and it didn't work as good. And people were giving me good advice for, like, start with the owls, like, build it, make them invested. <laughs> build a narrative. Yesterday, I'm so impulsive, I'm like, I was going to you, it's fucked up on the teens. And people were like, Jesus, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the tease. Who are the tease? The power people want you to comply. They're like, look at Caitlyn Jenner. It's the best woman in the world. And everyone goes, okay. I wonder why they want you to do that? Because they want you to be able to go with lies. It's like, uh, you know, gang entry. So I kill a random person. That way you'll definitely kill anyone you want. I'm like, no. I got fresh water and bears where I live, man. Because I'll go with some shit. You know? I'll be like... Yeah, fucking whoever won that Academy Award this year is a powerful movie. It's great. It sucks. <laughs> but once you go after the kids, I'm like, no, Tease, you gotta, you gotta pump the brakes. <laughs> and everyone freaked out. I just see. I don't Because part of me wanted to protect the child that I am. Because I, I played piano my whole childhood. I used to uh, weave cloth. I was like a fat kid with really tight 80s shorts. <laughs> if I had the wrong progressive Portland soy dad, they probably would have chopped my cock off. I'm just a kid, man. Someone's like, oh, so you, you wouldn't let your son wear a dress? I'm like, yeah, it's a face. Not, not hormone blockers, but that's, uh, that's pretty close to the eugenics program. Because the, the biggest soy boy ever was, was Adolf Hitler. He was a vegan. You guys know that? He only ate soy. Motherfucker didn't eat meat. He up Hitler, old mean Mr. Mustache himself. That dude was just pounding soy, right? And this is fine. You can eat all the soy you want because it just makes you a little bitchy. But don't mix it with meth. So, Hitler also did meth. So soy boys on meth, they like have a lot of bad ideas because their brains don't have enough protein, right? And they have estrogen. Estrogen makes you a little bitchy. So then the meth kicks in, and then they actually kill six million Jews. <laughs> Don't kill it. That's wicked funny. I forgot about that bit. I haven't remembered that bit in so long. Don't mix soy and meth. <laughs> because you get all bitchy, but then you get the energy to do a follow-through. No, he didn't. Yeah, I, I think the, the Holocaust is exaggerated. Don't worry, that'll flame up. I just put two fresh pallets on there. It just takes some time. Uh, yeah, see, that's the thing is I call this shit when you're honest, like I'm watching me right now from two years ago and I'm like, I, at that predicted the future, that, that, that just predicted the future. And why, why? Because it's honest and it's brave. And I'm not saying this to boost my own ego. I think someone's going to fucking kill me, man, straight up. And we're about to talk about Hillary Clinton. Uh, I, my ego is small. Like I'm, I'm wondering like how, like what, cause I, I'm a Christian, but I have a hard time believing in heaven. I, uh, or in hell even. I, I believe it and and I see it in the real world a lot and I believe it cause it's in the Bible, but I can't conceive of it. And it seems, um, almost too good to be true. So thinking about the oblivion of, of being killed is, uh, is intense. I, I hope that there, um, that there's an afterlife. 
But uh, these people are no fucking joke, man. They're no joke. When you when you uh, when you reveal. But the good news is, though, uh, when you're not one of their guys, when you're not in their fucking cabal, they, they don't seem to kill you. They're like Vox, Vox brought up a good point about that. Like Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade and all these people, like they were in that world that I'm not in. So maybe, maybe I'll I won't be killed. But uh, let's go through the people that Hillary Clinton has killed, dude. There is a heaven. I I I believe there is, and also. Um, I'm, I, I get it. I have a skeptical gene in me where if something sounds, um, too good to be true. It's like, I always am like, I don't know. I mean, how the fuck does that, how does it get that great? Um, you know, I thought our souls would be recycled. Now that's all fucking commie Hindu bullshit. <clears throat> all right. So anyway, let's go through the uh, Hillary Clinton death count. You got, all right, Robert Horan. Or no, Seth Rich was shot in the back twice while walking home July 10th, 2016 in Washington, D.C. Nothing was stolen from his body. He was the one who leaked the DMC emails to WikiLeaks and Julian Assange. Later, leaks reveal a hit was put on Seth by Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Robert Horan, uh, or no, that's the person I, all right. Richard Cousins, CEO of Clinton Lane Compass Group. He helped to build the Clinton Presidential Library in Little Rock, Arkansas. His son, Will, worked for Open Britain, a group founded by Soros. Both died in a plane crash the same day as Bruce Steinberg, January 1st, 2018. Jenny Moore, on Monday, August 12, 2018, the body of journalist Jenny Moore was found in a DC hotel room. Official reports say she died having a seizure. One month before, she provided evidence to the DHC and FBI concerning Bill Clinton raping children on a private jet. Yeah, it gets, this This is going to blow your mind, guys. Joseph Rago, a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist for the Wall Street Journal. He was found dead in his New York uh, hotel on July 20th, 2017. On the day he died, he was said to meet a Russian consulate to get information on Hillary Clinton ob- obtaining Vero Farm, a Russian drug company. Peter Smith, he was a member of the GOP and an investment banker. He was trying to find the 30,000 emails Hillary Clinton deleted after announcing he found five hacking teams that may have the intel. He was found dead at home May 14th, 2017. Bag overhead with a helium pump. Dean Lorich, a doctor who had visited Haiti after Katrina to help victims. He was about to expose the Clinton Foundation for not providing relief to victims of Haiti, despite receiving $10 billion to do so. He was found dead December 10, 2017, stabbed in the chest with his daughter nearby. Lieutenant Quarles Harris Jr., a key witness in a passport case involving Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and John McCain. He worked for John Brennan and gained access to Obama's passport. Shortly after, he was shot in the head in front of his church on April 19th, 2008. Barry and Honey Sherman. He and his wife were both found strangled to death in their home December 15th, 2017. Supposedly, he strangled his wife, then himself. What's the official report? Barry founded Apotex, a drug company that supplied medications to Haiti and Puerto Rico uh, through the Clinton Foundation. 
Monica Peterson, on November 13, 2016, she was said to have committed suicide while in Haiti. She was investigating child trafficking linked to the Clinton Foundation. Her mother says there is no way she killed herself. The family has received little to no answers on her death. Laura uh, Prykodko, last seen alive July 10, 2018. She, quote-unquote, fell 27 stories down a trash chute into a compactor where she was found. Her husband, David Schlachet, works with Big Pharma Soros and the Clintons. She may have um, had knowledge of prescription price gouging under Clinton. Ellie Stickley. Ellie's the nephew of Congressman Jim Jordan. He was killed in a car wreck on July 5th, 2018. This is after Jim gave Rosenstein a seven-day deadline before impeachment. Eli was killed on the seventh day of his of the deadline. Jordan is a target of the deep state Clinton cabal. John and Carol Palladino. On July 7, 2008, uh, 2018, their home in New Jersey suddenly exploded in a massive blast that shook the entire neighborhood. They were set to testify against Hillary Clinton the week following their deaths. The court case was against Hillary price gouging on medicine. Michael Hastings, a reporter for BuzzFeed and editor at Rolling Stone, his car exploded three separate times on June 18, 2013. He was exposing Pedogate, leading to the firing of General McChrystal, all linked to Clinton and Podesta. Paul Walker, November 30th, 2013, his car hit a tree and caught fire. The video, however, looks more like an explosion. He was set to come forward exposing the Clinton Foundation crimes against children in Haiti. He discovered this through his charity work. Um, and, and this one blew my mind. Antonin Scalia. Steve Elmendorf worked for Monsanto. Sent an email to John Podesta three days before Scalia was found dead. Uh, February 13, 2016, after a party. He mentions Wetworks which is code for assassination. Removing Scalia opened a Supreme Court seat and allowed Monsanto to go unchallenged. Chester Bennington worked with Chris Cor uh, Cornell to expose pedophilia leading to Podesta and Clinton. He died in the same manner Kate Spade and Bourdain died, hung on a doorknob. Oddly, his facial profile is an 80% match to John Podesta. That percentage is only possible with a parent. They look identical. Look at the picture it's unbelievable chris cornell singer for soundgarden chris uh was working with chester bennington to expose hollywood pedophilia leading back to podesta and clinton he was found dead on may 18 2017 reported as a hanging police say he had head trauma and a workout band around his neck anthony bourdain cnn host of parts unknown and renowned chef traveler he was shedding light on pedogate and armenian genocide in a newer episode of his show on June 8, 2018, he was found hung in his hotel room in France. Many suspected he was murdered. Kate Spade, a famous designer who had worked with the Clinton Foundation and the No Ceilings Initiative and um, did work in Haiti for Hillary. She was found hung up in her apartment by a red scarf on June 5, 2018. Her husband posted multiple strange photos of her before her death. Judy Gibbs, a penthouse model who had an affair with Bill Clinton while working with law enforcement in the Mina drug case. Her home caught fire January 3rd, 1986. She and her partner died. Oddly, her bags were packed and her body was right by the door. She could have escaped easily. Keith Coney, another witness set to testify in the Eves Henry case involving Bill Clinton and cocaine smuggling. He died in a motorcycle accident while being chased down by a car in May of 1988. Keith McCaskill, 
Another witness in the Ives-Henry case, he had information pointing to the boy's death um, and that they were murdered to cover for Bill Clinton and Mina. He warned his family that he was being targeted and profiled uh, them. On November 10th, 1988, he was stabbed to death 113 total times. Gregory Collins, another witness to the murders of Don Henry and Kevin Ives, a, a case that took place due to Bill Clinton's illegal cocaine smuggling. By the way, that case is insane. They, they said that they smoked weed and passed out on a train track. Uh, you know, the, the authorities saw no foul play. He was set to come forward with information, but was murdered before he could. He was shot in the face in January of 1989. Richard Winters, a suspect in the Ives-Henry case, he told Dan Harmon he was willing to cooperate in the case. He was gunned down in his home during a robbery in July of 1989, shotgun to his head. Harmon went to prison for running a criminal enterprise inside his business. James um, Millam, an informant on the Mina cocaine cover-up, which was run by Bill Clinton, was found dead in his home May 10, 1987, ruled a suicide, and that he died from an ulcer. Um, and then his dog ate his entire head. But his head was found a few blocks away, cut off by a knife. People wonder why I, yeah, I'm real paranoid, huh? <laughs> it's like, no one, no one's gonna, it, these people are, are murderers. They're just, you come at them, they, uh, they kill you. But if you don't come at monsters, they'll come at you. Jeff Rhodes, another witness to the murders of Ives Henry and had uh, info on the death of McCaskill, all lead to Bill Clinton. In April 1989, his body was found in a landfill. He was shot in the head, feet, and heads, hands almost sawn off, indicative of torture. And then he was set on fire. Must have been a suicide. Jordan Kettleson, an informant to the prosecutor, Gene Duffy, who was handling the Ives Henry murder, handling the Ives Henry murders. Bear in mind, when, when these kids were killed on the train track, Hillary and Bill didn't have the power they do now. Now they run a full-blown child sex trafficking ring out of Haiti. And they can do it because of the Clinton Foundation and their power. Back then, killing those kids who witnessed uh, the illegal activity that, that Bill was a part of, they had to kill a lot of people to cover that up. Now they have power, power. Back then, back in Arkansas, they were still thugs. They're still thugs, but it's a different level. The case would have uh, tied the murders back to Bill Clinton and the MENA cover-up. He was found dead, shot several times in his pickup truck in June 1990, probably a suicide. Don Henry, Kevin Ives, they uh, stumbled across a drop site for Clinton's MENA drug smuggling ring in Bauxite in Alexander, Arkansas, both found dead on a railroad. Ruled suicide, but one boy was stabbed in the back and the other had a crushed skull before being hit. Danny Casalero worked on a spying case that he called the Octopus. He was compiling evidence on Bill Clinton's cocaine smuggling rings. Found dead in a hotel bathtub. Both wrists slashed over 12 times. All of his work was stolen. James Sabau, a military colonel who was about to go public with Bill Clinton's uh, drug running activities. He was found in his backyard by his wife. In 1991, with a shotgun blast through his skull, the Navy ruled it a suicide. Investigators and forensics both say it was a homicide. Gary Johnson. Uh, Jennifer Flowers below opened a court case against Bill Clinton for sexual misconduct. Gary was a witness to Bill coming in and out of Flowers' condo. He had footage of it. He was beaten uh, near death in 1992, but wasn't killed. His tapes were stolen, however. 
Victor Razor Montgomery Razor, a major player in the Clinton organization and former finance chairman of the DNC. Victor and his son were killed in a plane crash in 92, five civilian casualties. A year later, Clinton hired his widow, Molly Razor, as an ambassador. Paul Tully, a DNC director and strategist, moved to Arkansas to help Governor, uh, Governor Bill Clinton. In 1992, he was found dead in Arkansas hotel room. Official report says cause of death was a heart attack. No aut- autopsy was allowed. Paula Grober. She was Bill Clinton's speech interpreter for the deaf. She traveled with him exclusively from 78 until her death. In 92, she was found dead 33 feet away from her car. No known witnesses. Only her car was involved in the accident. Jim White, vice president of Arclight Gas Company involved in the Hillary Clinton gas scandal, which was a plan to overcharge citizens $65 million. In 92, he was killed in a skiing accident in the mountains. McClarty was the last person he spoke to. Five of Bill Clinton's bodyguards associates were killed in, the, in a mysterious crash of a Black Hawk helicopter in Wiesbaden, Germany. William Robertson, William Densberger, uh, Robert Kelly, Gary Rhodes, Jarrett Robertson. Uh, during the Branch Davidian raid in Waco, Texas, four of Bill Clinton's bodyguards were the only ATF agents to die. This is in 1993. Conway LeBlue, Todd McKeehan, Steve Willis, Robert Williams. All four were shot in the left temple execution style examined by a private doctor. Uh, after, extorting, after escorting Bill Clinton, four of his bodyguards died in another helicopter crash in uh, Virginia in 1993. We have Brian Haney, William uh, Barkley, Tim Sable, Scott uh, Reynolds. Marines confiscated all footage, blocked all media. The debris pattern uh, hinted at an explosion midair. Bill Shelton was an Arkansas state trooper under Bill Clinton. One month after his fiance Kathy Ferguson, was killed, Bill visited her grave. She was, uh, she was on, this was on June 12, 1994. He was shot in the same spot as Kathy, execution style, while standing over the grave of his fiance. Kathy Ferguson, her ex-husband, Danny Ferguson, was named a codependent in the Paula Jones case involving Bill Clinton. Five days later, uh, Kathy was found dead in her home. She was shot in the left side, behind the ear, execution style. The gun was in her right hand. That's odd. John Wilson, D.C. council member. He had compiled information against Bill Clinton in the Whitewater scandal. Is that going to catch? And he was willing to talk. In 93, he was found dead, hung up in his apartment before he could bring his research to light. Paul Wilcher had compiled evidence against Bill Clinton in the drug cover-up and his assault in Waco, Texas. 93, three weeks before making a film with his evidence, he was found dead on his home toilet, no cause of death. Jerry Parks, head of Bill Clinton's security team. He was keeping a dossier on Clinton to expose his sexual escapades. He knew he would die when he saw Foster die. Two months later, he was shot four times in his car. In 93, they stole his computer and files. Uh, Must have been a suicide. John Walker, investigator looking into the case of Morgan Bank scandal involving Bill Clinton. Vince Foster was also said to visit Walker's home regularly. He was thrown off a balcony and died on August 15, 1993. Let me see if I can get this fire going. It's cold. Come on, guys.
Come on. Come on, guys. Get going. How did it die so hard? It must have had information. That fire must have had information on Hillary Clinton. <clears throat> it's still smoking, though. You guys having fun? Good times. You guys want a little more? A lot more murders. Hang on, maybe Amy can bring me some fire stuff. Dude, Nimmer just texted. You better not get us suicided with this stream, nigga. Hang on a second. I gotta get Amy to bring me some cardboard. Give me one second. I think she might be putting the boys to bed. I can be very insensitive. How many murders? Uncountable. It literally is uncountable. These people are absolute. Hey, are you putting the, the boys to bed? Oh, because I was going to see if you could come down with some, like, with something to help with the fire. Oh, great. Yeah, cardboard, paper towels. Thank you, love. All right, appreciate it. Let's keep going with the murders. Here we go. Yeah, let me adjust that. I think the, the phone just messed with the, my it laggy. Hillary Clinton's a murderer. So is Bill. They are absolute fucking psychopaths. Let's keep it going. Ed Wiley, real estate attorney and Clinton found fundraiser. He was found dead in the woods from a shotgun blast to the head in 1993. He died on the anniversary of his wife being sexually assaulted by Bill Clinton in the White House. She claims the Clintons killed him. Gandhi Bao, an attorney representing Dan Lasseter. He was friend of Bill Clinton and a cocaine smuggler. On January 8, 1993, he jumped out of a multi-story window to his death. Most say he was pushed or thrown. His partner at the law firm set, uh, was also suicided a month later. James Bunch. He ran a prostitution ring out of Austin, Texas. He was found dead in his car in a parking lot in 94. A gunshot to the head killed him. He left behind a small black book containing Bill Clinton's name in the customer log. This was never released. Herschel Friday, a lawyer from Arkansas, almost appointed to the Supreme Court by Nixon. He became a benefactor and uh, fundraiser for Bill Clinton before investigating Whitewater. His plane exploded March 1st, 1993. Cause is unknown. Stanley Huggins. <laughs> it's a creepy name. An investigator that was looking into Bill Clinton, Whitewater, and Madison. Uh, guarantee. After leaving his law firm, he died from viral pneumonia in 94. Clinton sealed his records. Not even his wife can access them. His office files were also stolen. Calvin Walraven. He was key witness in the trial of Bill Clinton's former Surgeon General, Jocelyn Elder's uh, son. Kevin Elder's pictured above was charged with trafficking cocaine. Olson was found dead with a bullet hole in his head in 1994. Paul Olson, a federal witness 
to the drug smuggling operation in Chicago ran by Bill Clinton, which was part of the MENA cover-up. Or MENA, I don't know if it's uh, spelled like how the go- pronounced like all those Mexican gooks. Uh, after two days of FBI interventions, a bomb exploded on his plane ride home, killing him and 30 others on board. Florence Martin. She was a subcontractor for the CIA. Documents pertaining to Bill Clinton's um, friend Barry Seal were in her room. There's a PIN number to an account linked to Seal in the Cayman Islands, wiring $1.46 million. She was shot three times in the head, October 1st, 1994. Yeah, just throw it right on there. Thanks, baby. Want to say hi to the people? Just a second. I don't have much time. You don't have much time? Thank you, baby. Oh, that's so nice of you. I'm uh, reading uh, the Clinton body count. Um, you know what? I'm listening to it on, in, uh, inside. A vacation, uh, Keitano Karani, a vacation man who caught Francisco Duran on tape shooting at Bill Clinton's White House. He passed away in 94 from a violent form of bacteria. He was set to testify. <laughs> you okay? What happened? Yeah, it was a milk carton. A milk carton exploded? Yeah. <laughs> We're burning milk cartons. <clears throat> Maynard Webb, a witness to the media cover-up which was ran by Bill Clinton. He noticed that the tail number on the planes were being changed in order to smuggle cocaine without notice. He died in 94 when he walked into a spinning plane propeller. By the way, that might happen again, so don't get spooked. That's all right. <laughs> um, my dad used to tell a joke. He was like, did you hear about the guy, the, the guy who, walked into the, who walked backwards into the plane propeller? Uh-uh. It was, it disassed her. Ah. What a sick fucker. All right, Robert Bates, airplane mechanic for the drug smuggler Barry Seal, pictured below. Bill Clinton was with Seal, smuggled plane loads of cocaine in Amina, Arkansas. Bates became aware of this. Official cause of death, mouthwash overdose. <laughs> Local police say he was murdered in 95. Thank you for that, baby. That really helped. Alan Witcher, oversaw Bill Clinton's Secret Service detail. He was transferred into the Mora building before... The Oklahoma City bombing. He died in the blast in 95 after agents were warned to leave since the bombing was planned. But no one warned Alan. Um, I won't get... I'm, if, I, I'll never commit suicide, so just know that. I know that, baby. It was Hillary Clinton. I, yeah. Are you saying hi to the people? Just say hi to the people. absolutely crazy. Say hi to the people. I have red wine tea. Keys. Give me a keys. <laughs> I love you, baby. I love you. Just know it was Hillary. <laughs> I know. All right. Same with uh, Nimmer, because he's associated with me. He just texted me. He goes, Nick, are you going to get us killed? <laughs> Dwayne Garrett, finance chairman of Diane Feinstein, worked with Al Gore, VP of Bill Clinton. He was being charged with bank fraud. In 95, he was found under the Golden Gate Bridge, ruled as a suicide. A suicide letter left at the scene did not match his handwriting. <laughs> Dude, they have so the balls on these people. William Colby. Retired director of the CIA, he shared CIA secrets with Congress linked to Clinton, including killing Castro, mind control experiments on humans, and spying on citizens. His body was found in a river in 96. He was said to meet with the Disclosure Project. Neil Moody. James Moody, an Arkansas judge hired by Bill Clinton, married the widow of Vince Foster. Lisa, picture below. His son died in 96. He was reportedly seen talking to someone before speeding into a brick wall. He's about to expose his stepmom, Lisa. Vince Foster, 
partnering the Rose Law Firm with Hillary Clinton before testifying in the Whitewater scandal. He died July 20th, 1993, ruled as a suicide. He was shot in the mouth and in the back of the neck with two different caliber bullets. He just really wanted to do a really elaborate suicide. You know, he was like, bam. And then he was like, I want the other gun too. Boom. Like, yeah, where's my third gun? I'm bleeding out. Terrence Yeek, Oklahoma police officer, first on scene of Murrah building after the OK Oklahoma City bombing. Some say Clinton arranged the bombing and he had evidence of this. He was found dead in 96. His throat was cut, bullet through the head, gun nowhere to be found. Suicide. Jeremy Burda, an admiral in the Navy, while on a mission, he discovered Bill Clinton was illegally selling weapons to Muslims in Bosnia during the NATO assault. In 96, he was shot in front of his house in the chest twice. It was ruled a suicide. God, the balls, right? Probably right in front of his family. Just suicide through the chest twice. Um, an, air, an AC-130 carrying luggage, etc., for Bill Clinton crashed in 96, killing several caused by engine failure. Tons of, tons of people dead. John Hillier, assistant in making Clinton Chronicles, was involved in an investigation on Clinton corruption, NBC cameraman. He died while at the dentist. No investigation was allowed. Official reports said heart attack, but he was perfectly healthy beforehand. He was at the dentist. Other associates of Ron Brown were killed after his crash. His lawyer was killed in a uh, drive-by shooting the day after his crash. Nico Junik, the air traffic controller, was found dead in his office three days later. Barbara Weiss, found dead, bruised, half-naked six months later. Mohammed Farat, a high-level Muslim associate of Ron Brown. He was meant to be on the flight of Brown, but he changed plans. He died a few months later in TWA Flight 800, a flight that some say was hit with a missile, while others say it was engine failure. Charles Meissner, Assistant Secretary of International Commerce to Ron Brown, uh, pictured below with Bill Clinton. He also gave special clearance to John Huang. In 96, he was aboard the same field Ron Brown. A lot of flight problems. Used to fly Delta more often. Ron Miller, set to have congressional hearing in 97 against McClarty. Clinton... The Clintons, Thomas McCarthy and Ron Brown, were in, involved in a natural gas scam to steal $65 million from citizens. Miller became ill in 97 and died nine days later, supposedly ricin. Theodore Williams Jr., brother of Betty Curie, White House Secretary under Clinton. In 97, he was struck and killed by a car right after he ran his own car off the road. Their sister also died from being hit by a car. Don Adams, he was working with Bill Clinton on Whitewater. Before that, he helped Bill Clinton with a scheme in Branson, stealing life savings from citizens. Left his home in 97, six days later, his body was found in a parking lot, riddled with bullets, most likely a suicide. Ronald Rogers, 94, his personal twin engine, Cessna crashed. He was the personal dentist of the Clintons. The plane crashed on the way to London Sunday Telegraph, where he planned to release dirt on the Clintons. A lot of dentistry going on here. Golden Mad Matheson, an associate of the Clintons, 97, he was found dead, ruled another suicide, but no previous mental illness existed. The story was quickly buried. Christine Merzian, an intern at the White House during the Clinton presidency. In 98, she was beaten to death and left in the woods near her university. Her skull was crushed. 
Many think uh, there is a conspiracy to silence interns to keep them exposing Bill. Sounds like a suicide to me, guys. Sandy Hume. I, got, I can't be sarcastic. This is too serious. I'm being sarcastic. Sarcasm is bad in these moments. It's not a suicide. She was murdered by Bill Clinton. Sandy Hume, a journalist for The Hill. He uh, exposed Bill Clinton using investigators to find dirt on political opponents. Suicide was the official cause of death. Newt Gingrich under Clinton resigned 24 hours after he was implic uh, implicated in Hume's works about illegal spying. Corporal Eric S. Fox, another crew member from the Marine One under Bill Clinton, died in 99. He was shot in the head. It was ruled a suicide. Suicide! John F. Kennedy Jr., Carolyn Bessett Kennedy, and Lauren Bessett. While flying, John crashed his plane, killing himself, his wife, and his sister-in-law. This was before his announcement to challenge Hillary Clinton for New York. A massive cover-up occurred immediately. He was absolutely murdered, by the way, by Hillary Clinton. He would have destroyed Hillary Clinton in New York. <laughs> Tony Moser, a freelance journalist who began working for the Arkansas Democratic newspaper 10 days after being hired. He was struck and killed by a truck near his home in 2000. He exposed Democrats, including Bill Clinton, stealing money from fatherless kids. Probably a lot of Bill's kids, actually. Uh, 17 Marines killed in crash, four pilots. Um, these were the pilots for Bill Clinton's helicopter. They were all a member of the Marine One Squadron, all dead. Gary Webb, American journalist, exposed the CIA running drugs in and out of the country under the Clinton and Bush administrations. On December 10, 2004, he was found dead in his apartment. The strange part is they say he shot himself in the head with a shotgun twice. Vincent Fleck, the father of Daniel Fleck, the personal physician of Hillary Clinton, he uh, found they were lying about Clinton's health and threatened to release her records. 2016, he died in a swimming accident. The records were re uh, remotely released upon his death. Walter Sheeb, the White House chef of Bill Clinton who stayed on to work for Bush as well. His, um, he told his family he was going out. He never returned. In 2015, his body was recovered from the bottom of a river over a mile was uh, from where he was supposedly going. John Jones, an attorney for WikiLeaks, which is ran by Assange, the site that Hillary blames for her election loss. In 2016, he was let out of a private hospital at 5 a.m. Shortly after, he leapt in front of a train, killing him on impact. Steve Mostyn, deeply rooted in the Clinton inner circle, took funds from his state that were donated to Hurricane Relief and put them into the DNC and Clinton Super PAC. 2017, he walked into the woods and committed suicide. His fingerprints were not on the gun. Uh, Mike Flynn, an editor of Breitbart News, who released a Clinton cash detailing the illegal activities of the Clintons laundering money within China. He was found dead in his home. 2016, the exact same way his article, the exact day his article came out, official report says, Heart attack. Dr. Sandeep Sherlacker. He was indicted on a $1.37 million painkiller kickback scheme with the Clintons. Was to appear in court. Found dead in his office 2016. Official report says overdose. No physical trauma on his body. General David McLeod served Bill Clinton as Joint Chief of Staff for Structure, Resources, and Assessment Directorate. 
Part of a 24-man group, they were focused on arresting Clinton with the military. His personal aircraft mysteriously crashed in 1998. Ron Brown, U.S. Secretary of Commerce under Bill Clinton, was the bag man for money laundering on overpriced oil. On his last trip, his plane crashed, killing him and 33 others. 33 others. Weird. In 1996, Bill prevented an autopsy even though Ron had a bullet wound through his skull. He was shot. What I want to know is why would you shoot a man before throwing him out of a plane? Mary Mahoney and Eric Butera. Mary was an intern for Bill Clinton. She was murdered in 97 in a Starbucks where she was manager. She knew about Lewinsky. Eric Butera had proof Mary was murdered. The police sent him into a crack house where he was then beaten to death. Daniel A. Ducko, co-chairman of the DNC fundraising effort. He died in 1999. He was responsible for funneling illegal Chinese funds into Bill Clinton's campaign and allowed China to operate U.S. Uh, satellite technologies. He died of head trauma while in the mountains. Carlos Gigliotti, special, specialist in infrared technology. He was retained by the House Government Reform Committee. He had info on Clinton Waco after the Davidian showdown. He was found dead in his home office. He was decomposed. No signs of forced entry. Charles Ruff, the man that defended Bill Clinton in the Lewinsky case as well as in the impeachment hearings, died in his apartment bathroom November 10th or 20th in the year 2000. Some reports say he was unconscious in his bathroom. Others say he died of a heart attack. Gareth Williams, a spy with MI6. He had illegally hacked into secret data of Bill Clinton, found dead in his apartment in 2010, ruled as a suicide. But it was padlocked, but he was padlocked naked inside a duffel bag in his bathtub. The apartment was was steam cleaned after his death as well. Ruled a suicide. Victor Thorne, author of four books exposing the Clintons, Hillary and Bill volumes, the sex volume, the drug volume, the murder volume, and then crowning Clinton. He was shot and killed. <clears throat> On a mountaintop in Pennsylvania, August 1st, 2016. I would never commit suicide, he said. Joe Montano, chairman of the DNC before Debbie Washman Schultz died. 2016, had a heart attack at the age of 47. A few days prior to this, WikiLeaks dropped the DNC emails. Todd Madison died in a hospital of cardiac arrest. Age 49, quickly cremated. Worked for K2 Intelligence, private security for over 20 years. Said to be the handler of Hillary Clinton. A USS, USSS agent was exposed in 2016 when Hillary fell at the 9-11 memorial. All right, guys. How are you guys doing? Um, the fire is melting your Wi-Fi. Is the Wi-Fi bad? It's not the Wi-Fi, guys. It's, uh, it's me... Talking about their body count. Come on. Don't be retarded. You guys you guys literally retarded? Are, are you guys full-blown retarded? Or just partial? Do you think that that's my Wi-Fi? Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. See, this is what scares me when people are, are like, it's the fire that's hurting your Wi-Fi. If I, if I get killed by these people, I just really hope that no one is that fucking retarded where they're just like, 
Now the output's as low as it can be. I do this every night. It's not the fucking fire, guys. Jesus, that scares the fuck out of me that people are that retarded. There was a ton of people being like, oh, it's the fire. God, no, it's because I'm fucking talking about how many people the Clintons murder. When you have 5,000 fucking people watching you every night, I have Google employees watching me right now, throttling me when I go down fucking bad roads. I just read a list of like hundreds of fucking people that the Clintons murdered. And, and you guys are like, oh, the fire. The fire is really throttling your internet. Okay. God, if I'm killed, like, are you guys going to be that fucking retarded? Jesus. Oh, it's because he, he was sad. He was so sad having that, like, awesome life. It's just, it is a little scary, man. It is a little scary when you think about it. Someone says the flat earth bots are ruining the stream. Can you ban them, bro? You, are you guys fucking kidding me? You know the crosshairs I'm in? crazy when you out people for being pedophiles and murderers they want to fucking kill you and if you guys really think that that wi-fi problem was because of my fire uh please don't be that retarded it started as soon as the fire flared up okay i'm still cold that you think this is melting wi-fi how the fuck are people that retarded <laughs> No, as soon as you start saying names that have bot, Dude, I have people at Google watching this right now, throttling my shit when I start talking about shit they don't want me to. It's kind of scary. Yeah, no shit. Of course it's not the fire. I have a fire every night. Every night I have a fire. <laughs> the fire, guys, it's the fire. And it's not my Wi-Fi anymore because I do the Wi-Fi off my phone. That's why I haven't had any issues lately. I, I fixed it. I literally fixed it. And now people are like, listen, he's reading a list of 200 people that the most powerful people in America have murdered and claimed it was a suicide. But I think that it's the fire that really is, is throttling his, his Wi-Fi connection. <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, when they kill me, with, like, there, there's a decent chance. Please don't say stuff like the fire is hurting his Wi-Fi. Like, they killed me. It, it isn't... People's fucking inability to understand reality is, is threatening as shit when you live a life like I live. It's like, well, it makes sense. I mean, he ran over himself with his own car five times because... You know, the flat earth thing, I knew he was having problems at home. He likes to have uh, fires. He's out, he, he was doing streams outside because his wife probably kicked him out. Really? I mean, she brought him fuel for the fire and then kissed him. She like walked like a half an acre to bring him fuel for the fire and then kissed him. Is that? Well, I mean, it just checks out, okay? It's just, he's having marital problems and uh, you know, he owns guns. There's 300 million guns in America. I'm pretty sure almost everybody owns guns in America. I, I mean, when you put the dots together, I mean, it just clearly checks out. It was the fire melts Wi-Fi. And, you know, we went to the moon. I'm about to start banning everybody.
Oh, by the way, is Eric Dubay been talking about Flat Earth while, while I've been do talking about important things? Has, has Eric Dubay been talking about the goddamn Flat Earth while I've been talking about important things? Guys, has Eric Dubay been talking about the Flat Earth while I've been talking about important things? No? Okay, good. Someone said yes. No BB. Okay. Someone said BB, so I know it's not a bot. Did they start doing this after uh, after I talked about John F. Kennedy Jr.? I, I read another 50 names. I mean, I'll read some super chats now, but can we all admit that the Clintons, um, the Clintons are murderers? And And I know that I just read a ton of names and I was like pretty relentless about it. But I want you guys to understand that, like, normal people don't have everyone they know murdered and called a suicide. They're chefs, they're bodyguards, they're interns, they're former girlfriends, they're business associates. They're all dead. They're all dead. Look into Seth Rich. Seth Rich is one of hundreds, man. Thousands. They run a sex trafficking ring out of Haiti with children. They have so much power now. They don't have to do that Arkansas thug shit. It's almost like if you guys ever watched The Wire, um, there's this one character. Oh, I got to play you guys this fucking funny, funny uh, stand-up bit. This is one character that, like, just killed and uh, slang rock and and uh, did whatever he had to do to get out of the out of the ghetto or whatever. Whatever the fucking blacks call it. Whites call it a city that, you know, we pay for. You're welcome. But, uh, and he gets, uh, he doesn't, like, then he gets into city council and shit. He gets real power. And he misses the killing, you know? So he goes out in the, in the street and starts fucking slinging rock again. Uh, I feel like that's like the Clintons. I mean, now they don't even have to kill anymore, and they still do. They just, they clearly like it. All right, why Montecore, Donald Trump? Where the hell is why black people vote Democrat? I got it's so funny. Holy shit, there's already over a hundred thousand views on this fucking video. It's crazy. The Clintons are definitely gonna kill me. This is terrifying. Can we get my my view? Can we get our live feed down to like one thousand people again? If we break ten thousand, Hillary Clinton will kill me. Like straight, dude. She kills like chefs and like drivers and stuff. She kills everybody. That is the motherfucking Black Widow, dude. And Bill just wants that pussy, dude. I'm telling you, Satan, Satan shit, Satanic people. Here's the good news, though. This is why I don't actually think I'm going to be killed in a way. Maybe this is just my blind optimism because I'm an American legend. But uh, I'm, I, I've never profited from these people. You know, it's like you have to have knowledge that you're doing bad shit and you profit from it is is like pretty much the biggest way that they fucking kill you. It's like it's all these people that were like part of schemes and scams with the Clintons that knew shit and were going to turn. That's when uh, you get you get you get got. That's when you get got. And I've never intentionally profited from evil in my life. 
I stole a carpet in college. I just wanted to see if I could get away with it. I just wanted to see if I could walk out of a store with the carpet on my shoulder with the confidence to get away with it, and I did. But I'm not a thief, and I'm not into that shit. All right. So this is a funny bit. If you want this special, it's at hugepianist.com. But, um, yeah, they just said bye to me because they, they – See, this is why I, I fight wizardry so hard. It's because I, I know how good I would be at it, and I know what it is. It's just like in Wag the Dog and a lot of predictive programming movies and stuff. It's like, think about 9-11. Think about the, oh, dude, right now, there's, a, there's such a good uh, hardcore history that just came out all about Pearl Harbor. There's this Japanese um, war strategist. He was five foot three, chain-smoked cigarettes, Real creative with murder. Real creative with uh, with strategy and stuff. Legend, obviously. But he came up with the whole Pearl Harbor idea, and it worked. While they were bombing Pearl Harbor, which was a crate, it was the craziest thing ever. And they hadn't declared war on the U.S. yet. They said that they would give us thirty minutes, but uh. People thought it was a drill as they were watching bodies burning. They still thought it was a drill. There's, there's this one uh, quote by, uh, by one of the, by a Navy guy where he said, this is the best goddamn drill I've ever seen. And he meant it because they couldn't comprehend that that was reality. 9-11 was the same shit. So are chemtrails and all this shit. So is faking the moon landing. When people, they, the best tool of a wizard is, is people being such good-hearted people and in their lives doing their thing that they can't comprehend the evil that they're that they're witnessing. Like my wife, I showed her that video of Aquaman molesting his daughter on camera. And she justified it for about 20 minutes and then realized how fucked up it was because she couldn't comprehend that level of of perversion. Cuz she's like, "Well, I've I've picked up our kids." I'm like, Love, watch his hands rub her chest. And then she was like, oh my fucking... She was like, fuck. It's like people... Evil relies on good people not being capable of understanding evil. That Hillary Clinton will have you and 30 strangers blown up on a fucking airplane if you have information that could lead to her arrest. And she won't think twice about it. She's done it... A thousand times. And it's like people don't want to believe that. They want to believe that she is like this me too. I'm with her fucking hero. It's like she is a straight cold murderer. Her and her rapist husband have been stealing and murdering people for decades. With no, And now they're selling children to be raped and killed out of Haiti. And anybody willing to rat on that, they murder. And this is how fucked up it is. Not only do they murder them, they don't even get the uh, the credit of being murdered. They make they, they make people believe that they committed suicide, like Chester Bennington and all these guys. Like I called Anthony Bourdain a coward because of his suicide, and it, it, it sprung up a lot of my dad's suicide threats when I was a kid, and I, I reacted big. I don't think that motherfucker committed suicide anymore. I think he was absolutely murdered. And uh, 
Think about how many people think that someone's a coward when really they were murdered. Okay, so this is a, if you want this special, it's at hugepianist.com. It's called Conspiracy Queries. But this just made me laugh because Nimmer literally just texted me this exact thing. Uh, it's cool having one of my best friends being Nimmer and having him being so funny and uh, just a great dude to just roll with. And he's like, you know, tough and stuff. It's a, he's, a, he's a total package as far as friendship goes. And uh, not, not, a, not, a, not pumped he's black, but, uh, you know, small price to pay for that brain and for that uh, dedication, that character. You know, at first I was like, oh boy, I don't want people to think that we have to do this. But I could, you've seen him, one of the funniest dudes around, so, you know, he's with me. Um, no, but here's the funniest part about Nimmer. Nimmer uh, also has a conspiracy-oriented mind sometimes, too. Uh, one of the smartest dudes I've ever met to the point where it's insane, but we have different conspiracies that we care about uh, because of how we were raised. Like, I, I have... You know, I, like focusing on Mandalay Bay and the country music crowd that was just decimated. And, and he's like, yeah, man, I don't listen to country music. I don't know anything about it. I don't know that genre. I'm like, it's not about the music, man. He's like, yeah, but it's not, it's not my genre, bro. And then like an hour later, he's like, bro, in Katrina, they heard explosions destroy the levee. I'm like, it's not my genre. <laughs> It's like they flooded the black neighborhoods first. I'm like, I don't know that genre. I don't know. Might have been a good move. I don't know. I, I wasn't in control. I didn't have to make that call, neither did you. <laughs> and he gets so pissed at me when I talk about Hillary Clinton's body count. He freaks out. I'm like, yeah, so Hillary Clinton's like, shut up, dude. Because that, that was his explanation. I was like, what's up with the black community? You always want Democrat. Like, they, Democrats are terrible to black people. Like, why do, why do people do that? He goes, because we know Hillary kills niggas. <laughs> There's something about black people where when they see a thug, they know it. Like, it's Suge Knight and Hillary Clinton. They both dress the same. Nimmer gets it. Nimmer fucking gets it, dude. I'm going to read some super chats. But that's at uh, hugepianist.com. It's 10 bucks. One dollar of every sale goes to the sweet boy, Coddington Bear. I haven't paid him yet for any of it because I haven't gotten paid from Vimeo yet. It takes about two months. But uh, then Vimeo takes their cut. Bunch of Jews. But you want to know one, one reason why I have no problem mocking Jews? Because they're in control of, of a lot of America. I, when I was repped at CAA, I used to get these gigs that would blow your mind. Right? <clears throat> This one gig I had was to entertain all the owners of all the sports teams. You can't make this shit up. So there I am. I'm entertaining about, and I don't really watch a lot of sports because being basically 6'8", 275, and people are like, oh, I met this football player. He was so big. He was, I'm bigger than most of them. I'm a giant, and I'm not NFL caliber athlete. I'm a good enough athlete where it really hurts. You know, I'm a good enough athlete where I know how much I'm wasting my body size and potential. And so I kind of fucking spite sports for it. I don't know. It's weird. So anyway, so I, I've done gigs where like, there I am entertaining the people that own all the sports teams. And then we party afterwards. And 
A lot of those little hats, a lot of Jews, a lot of those like short yarmulke out Jews that own all the black guys that they send out to run full speed into each other and they make billions of dollars. So, and I would make fun of the Jews to, to them. I'd, I'd talk about how their hats look like that they should be, um, you know, swim, swim caps for kittens and shit. And, um, they loved it. They like, cause they know, they know they need karmic payback. They know that, that people like me have, have to put them in their place because of the horrible things they've done to people. But like the amount of Jews that own sports teams would blow your fucking mind. So we're out all night just drinking and having a blast. There's a couple European guys, you know, because when you're good at stand up, these like ultra competitive business legends and athletes respect you because I was alpha and alpha types respect other alphas. They feel comfortable around them. And so we had a blast, but they're all Jew. Like a ton of them are Jews. Half of them were fucking Jews. And the ones that everyone was like, oh, that guy owned, like he's a billionaire, blah, blah. It's like, he's five, five. He looks like Ben Shapiro. He's probably got a fucking promo code. And that's why I will not buy into this whole like, oh, are you anti-Semitic? Are you anti-Semitic? It's like Jews are so annoying. They're so fucking annoying. And they own everything. And yeah, there was the Holocaust, but guess what? People get holocausted. People get holocausted, guys. People get holocausted. The Armenians know, and they never got fucking Spielberg, that raging pedophile, to fucking make movies about it. You know, these Jews all have promo codes. They all have a... It's like, hey, hey, let's have some beers. They're like, promo code Shapiro. I'm like, bro, you're a billionaire. Like, stop fucking... Like, hocking your shit on everybody. Ben Shapiro is legitimately has racial pride. Man, I'm I'm digging the Red Elephants. Check out Vincent on the Red Elephants. I fucking dig that guy, man. He gets it. Like, he called out Shapiro for the same shit I called him out for. It's racial pride. Like, he can't talk about, like, this dude. I can't remember his name. But the GOP just turned on a guy for, like, making a valid point. He was like, what's up with fucking white supremacy and Nazi and all this shit being seen in white Western culture? Like all that. These are all now the insults that everyone's throwing around. And Ben Shapiro's like, get him out of here. Fucking get him out of here. He's bullshit. We can't have racism. And then he's like, I'm 100% Ashkenazi Jew and we need walls and we fucking can't inbreed. It's like, dude, I've entertained the kings of this world. I've, I've been on stage to entertain the people that own all the sports teams. We're, and the funny thing is, is if they were watching this stream right now, they'd be like, that guy gets it. The sheep, man, the sheep, they don't get it. Like when I'm talking this shit, the real people that own you and own your fucking birth certificate and your collateral against fucking debt, they get it. I get it. You don't get it. And when you're like, don't be anti-Semitic. Don't be anti Yeah, Steve King. Yeah, Steve King gets it. Man, one thing that always, that draws me to Vox Day, and when people are like, oh, you should associate with him. So many conservatives are going to distance themselves from me now, like powerful conservatives. Like, not, Dennis Prager is not going to invite me ever again to entertain his donors with 
the former prime minister of Canada. I just did that two months ago. I will never be invited to do that again. And I don't give a fuck. It was like me and Stephen Harper on stage entertaining all the people that donate to the to Prager. It's like they don't have a plan. Dudes like Vox Day have a plan where it's like, not like a plan, but it's like you can't just be that hip and fucking critical all the time and be like, oh, yeah, I mean, we're in, you know, the, the Jewish nation, Israel, the nation, you know, we are Jew. Is your mom a Jew? Oh, is your dad? It's a different Jew thing. Oh, I took a test. I'm this much Jew. It's like, listen, you racist fucking psychos. I'm done with that shit. And that's why I've always respected Vox Day, because it's like when people are like, oh, he's alt-right. Oh, the Red Elephants are alt-right. You, you don't associate with them. It's like, I've associated with everybody. And I know who's smart and who gets it. And the future will belong to those people. You want to bet? Who wants to bet? I proved to you guys in the beginning of this stream that I called all this trans shit two motherfucking years ago. Even the specific problem between lesbians and trans people. I am ahead of the curve. And I'm not saying that to brag. I think Hillary Clinton's going to fucking kill me for some of the shit I'm saying. I'm, I'm telling you because I don't want you to die. Like, I'm talking to you as a person right now. You're, you're listening to this on your phone or you're at home or... I don't know what you're doing right now. Maybe you're like, it's in the background with your kids, you know, and they're playing or like you're in, you're making dinner or you're like driving or working, you're working security or you're just lifting shit in a factory. You know, you're on a long road trip. I don't know what you're doing right now, but I want you to live. I want you to prosper. I don't want you to be tricked and sucked into the holes of pornography and bullshit and nihilism and moral subject, like moral subjectivity and this weird, creepy release that dudes like Shapiro and Prager will give you when you listen to them talk by a fire and be like, America is about... It's like, dude, let us have a wall, man. Like, the Jews get a wall. And you guys own the whole deal, man. You, you guys get it. And they get it. And they respect me for getting it, by the way. When people think that I'm drawing lines in the sand, they're like, oh, he's making enemies. He's self-destructing. He when the Clintons kill him, it was a suicide. They respect me for saying truth to power. I, I built this all today. These are 10 foot, four by four, four by four by tens. They're pressure treated. I, I dug two foot holes. I haven't put in cement yet. This is the area of my land that I don't, want to grow crops in because it's the drainage field for um, our septic system. Uh, so I'm going to build a really cool outdoor area. I did this with my hands today. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight posts. Cause I thought a lot about symbology and stuff and I don't really take a lot of that shit too seriously, but I know a lot of the bears do. And I'm like, how many fucking points can I have on this fucking circle? Is this some witchcraft shit? So I just went big with it. I, I made sure it wasn't like uh, like the points of like a Satan star or something. And I put up some lights. I put in 50 more posts today with my bare hands with cement, a little gravel underneath to help with drainage. I put up a uh, 14 gauge, no climb fence. We're gonna electrocute it. 
I put in a greenhouse. It's like, this is what I do all day. And then I think of things all day. I listen to like Vox and Red Elephants and I text with like Nimmer and people like that and Delev and uh, Coddington and everybody and my brother. And I think about things to talk about with you guys at night. And it's one of the best lives I can possibly imagine. It's the best life. And I love it so much. And it's like, when people are like, you're being anti-Semitic, it's like, they respect that I know. I got out. I got this. My house is on a hill. I put up acres of fence with my own fucking bare hands without a, uh, me any mechanisms. I dug it with my own hands. I used this fucking pull, pull, just fucking all day long. And if we were in a war, those guys side with me, not you, not cattle. You think any fucking war people want cattle? If shit's going down, People that could be my political enemies or could be like, oh, you're fucking, I don't like how you called me out. When shit goes down, they would run to me, not you, not cattle, not people that go, oh, don't say that. Oh, if you say that, don't you say that. You are weak. You're, you're, you're sub, just submitted. Just on your fucking knees. The only reason, the only time to go on your knees is to propose to your woman or to pray to God. That's it. Am I lying? Look at my fucking eyes. Man, this, this whole area is a good place to do live streams. It gets fucking intense here. I'm a whole digger. You keep it at 100, brother. I do, dude. I, I keep it at 100. I love you too, man. All right, I'm going to read some super chats. Oh, and just real quick, let's just look again <laughs> at the catch. All right. This is proof. Because I get a lot of fucking, and I know that a lot of you guys don't give a shit or even think about it. Oh, and, and people are wanting to see Aquaman. I'll show you Aquaman touch his daughter. But um, I'll show you guys, because people like think I'm full of shit when I'm like, oh, yeah, I have a really high IQ. And they're like, oh, mother. Do you know that high IQ people have really fast reflexes? You know that, right? It's, it's about having a fast brain. Okay, so just <laughs> here's me catching a beer <laughs> while I'm playing piano and doing a show at a city where I had a ton of death threats. like I don't got that shit going on and they're like oh you fucking you lost your mind 
That was a month ago. I mean, have I lost my mind? And I'm so paranoid about this, you've lost your mind narrative because it's setting up a fucking Clinton suicide. You should have been in more sports. Dude, that's why I hate athletes, kind of. I don't hate athletes. I actually like athletes. I don't like the jewel uh, owners, really. Because, yeah, I can throw a football 70 yards. You don't think I know that I could have been a legendary fucking quarterback? It's all good. I don't want to be a fucking quarterback. But it's like, I can throw a football 70 yards. I remember on, on a Sullivan and Sunset, we were all, like, hanging out. And I was just, we were all like throwing passes and the, the, the Ellen would walk by and shit, cunt. Uh, the pretty little liars girls would like hang. They were cool, I guess, but they're pretty and little and liars. And I would just be fucking throwing bombs like the Warner Brothers fucking lot, you know? And I remember Steve Byrne once said to me, I'm glad you didn't do that more because we wouldn't have you here. And it's not regret. It's just like I was given an unbelievable body to be a quarterback in the NFL. I can throw a football 70 fucking yards, guys. 70 fucking. Like, just... I'm pushing 6'8". It's like, I have a 147 IQ. I could have I taken shit to the fucking... To the, I could have taken things down. But that's all right. I like being a comedian. It's fun. You know... It's all good. It's all good. You don't think I could have called audibles? Can play Bach by ear. <laughs> it's all good. Show us. I will. I can show you guys. I have video of me throwing 70 yards. For real. Like, I have video of me throwing a football 70 fucking yards. It's hilarious. And then I'm hanging out with all the Jew fucking owners. It's not even that I want the money. I don't even want to like travel. I would not even like that lifestyle. I would just love to win the Super Bowl. How fucking sick would that be? It's just, and you have like animals, animals trying to hurt you, you know? You're just fucking, you know, and these animals want to hurt you. And you fucking read the defense and bam. I mean, how sick would that be? That would be sick. Okay, Uncle Rico, okay. Well, now you're banned for life. Uncle Rico didn't actually have a psychotic predisposition to be a fucking NFL quarterback. <laughs> I've never even talked about that. I don't even know I thought that. I never even knew I wanted to win the Super Bowl until right now. Isn't that fucking weird how that works? Like, I've had this... Well, part of my resentment towards the NFL... Is because I'm from um, Oswego, New York, on Lake Ontario. And so our team was the Buffalo Bills, and we watched them lose four Super Bowls in a row. Don't ban its jokes. I don't want all these people here. I'm dying to get rid of I don't want to get killed by Hillary Clinton. No, it was... I just got dirt in my mouth from the claw. Yeah, it was a joke, but it wasn't a funny joke. And it was like talking shit about me. It wasn't like how the Owen Benjamin parodies does it. That's funny as shit. It's like, okay, Uncle Rico. It's like, no, buddy. I'm, I'm being a little vulnerable right now. No one needs you here. And maybe 
you know, maybe I'll give you a pardon. Maybe, you know, you email me your case. I'll send it to my advisors. Maybe I'll get you out of the gulag. But I, I don't want you here if you're going to talk that shit. I can throw your mom 70 yards. See, that's funny. That seems like that's more offensive, but it's actually not because it's funny. When someone's going to, like, talk shit like I'm Uncle Rico. No, not Uncle Rico. But if someone says they can throw my mom 70 yards, that's totally funny. See, it's not about offense. It's like, bring the fucking heat or don't. I get it. You get it. The Jews get it. The Jews get it, dude. The Jews get it. Okay, let's watch uh, the Aquaman be a pedophile and then wonder why I'm such a fucking aggressive, paranoid dickhead. (laughs) All right, is this the one? Oh, here we go. This is... This is a giant movie star. And by the way, people are like, he's suing the guy who shot it. Take it down, Big Bear. No, it's the same exact lawsuit as the fucking, uh, of, of the, the thing where uh, Jim Acosta did that to the chick's hand, where they said that Alex Jones and, and the, the, the tall British guy with the symmetrical face. I like that guy. I'm not, I'm just blanking on his name. Paul Joseph Watson. They said that they doctored the video. No, the whole thing is he's saying that they doctored the speed of the video, which is right out of the Infowars shit. This is a real video of how he touched his daughter and how she reacted. Watch how she reacted. So he's got his hand on her. That's his flesh and blood. Not that it matters, obviously. But I'm just letting you know. Watch this. Hands on there. Look at the creepy movement. Look at that. Creepy movement. Creepy movement. Rubbing. Rubbing, rubbing, move that. That's that's not okay. Look, she's like, get the fuck off me. And he's all coked out. He's all just like coked out. Just like, Ur-ur-ur. if someone does that in public, that, that that's a fetish. That's that's disgusting. That's literally fucking disgusting. I can throw a pigskin a quarter mile. Good for you, my friend. Just switch your account. Is, is it time to be banned? Not fucking okay. No shit's not fucking okay. Chat says 4,900 watching. Watching says 1,000. What? Chat says 4,900 watching. Yeah, there's 5,000 people watching right now. That's right. I'm trying to get it down to 1,000 so Hillary Clinton doesn't put a bullet in the back of my fucking head. She's not going to do shit. She'll be dead soon. I feel like she has that disease from eating people. I'm going to unban the Rico guy. He was probably trying to be funny. He didn't understand that it was just not the best joke. It was because I was being, I was, I was a little vulnerable because I was finally admitting that I think I wanted, I, I wish I had won the Super Bowl. Because it sounds like such a douchey dream, but it's not. I want animals to try and come at me and to fucking throw a perfect pass through them all. And Eric Nimmer, I do not mean because they're black. There are white defensive players. I want Clay Matthews. I didn't call it. It's not because they're black that they're animals. Clay Matthews. I want him to come at me. You know, with his per plus hair. And fucking just string it. And so I probably overreacted. Coke and testosterone? Yeah, do I ban this person? See, I need to hear, I need to hear tone. Because that could have been funny. But or it could have been awful. Um Kyington, let's unban the person who said uh who said that earlier about the, the Rico. I, I overreacted. That was that I was in the zone. I was fighting. I was fighting ghosts in my head. That was a funny joke. 
Can we hear Cheers theme about Trudeau? No piano. I'm just going to read the Super Chats and I'm out. Because the, the fire is dying down. And I, you know. Wall builders better than fence builders. Changed my mind. Uh, well, I, you know, I'm down with that. I'm, I, I don't have like, I mean, I would love to be able to build a wall. Why would I? I come on, man. Wall building is fucking awesome. Clean your room, bucko. Thanks, Alex. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. I appreciate it. Check your uh, Instagram messages from Don of America. I will. The only fence big enough to hide Hillary's kills or under under is the one Trump is about to build on the border. I know. Hillary is a fucking murderer. Please consider unbanning Sergeant Peterson. I will. Coddington, un unban Sergeant Peterson. I trust Big Rig and Bear. Coddington Bear, unban Sergeant Peterson. I, I do overreact. I know I overreact. I know I fucking don't react. And if people uh, petition for their friends and they're like, this is a good guy, let's get him out of the gulag. But I don't like taking chances. I do not like taking chances. Keep doing what you're doing. Bring out Psychic Bear, please. Well, tomorrow I'll be back in my normal spot. I just wanted uh, to, you know, I felt like this was something special. Kyneton Bear, please unban Sergeant Peterson. I don't know how to unban people. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I probably could figure it out, but Kyneton can do all that stupid shit. Such a fag. Such a Florida faggot. <laughs> MK Ultra. Uh, check out Global Witness on the YouTube for the revealed truth about Christ. The Anunnaki, the return of Christ, and the truth and nature of the Luciferian system. Much love and many blessings. Yeah, I'll check it out. I mean, the, the real truth about Christ is in a little something called the Bible, man. Cody, Big Bear, blessings from New Zealand. Love the will you evoke manifest. I love the last stream on fractals, but you kind of forgot to talk about fractals. <laughs> That's so true. One day uh, you try that subject again. Well, I, I, I have done a few episodes. Uh, it was old. I, probably a year ago I really got into fractals. I used images from nature and stuff. I, I, I stayed on target, but I'll do another one that's actually into fractals. I'm obsessed with fractals. Zeke, you the man, Owen. Thank you. Owen, would you come on Luke Ford's YouTube show? He exposed the horrors of the Jewish-run pornography industry a couple of books in the 90s. Yes. Um, let's, let's do it about pornography, though. I My thing with the Jews isn't supposed to get, like, see, that's the problem. Is sometimes I get around people that are like, yeah, fucking fuck the Jews, right? And I'm like, no, that's not my vibe. I, I'm calling them out. Because no one else does, and they need to be called out bad. But they're not the. Let, why don't we call out porn? Why don't we call it the porn industry, and then let people put together that most of them are Jews? All maps lie. All maps lie flat. All right. I argued with my bro over Aquaman molesting his daughter in that clip. I tried to persuade him to see it for what it was, but he got mad and defended him. See that? I ran into that too. At first, I thought they were pedophiles, and I obviously did a lot of banning. But there's a phenomenon when people can't handle evil, where they, they won't admit that it exists. And so it's tricky. He may be a good guy who just can't handle it, who can't see it. Uh, so be a little wary with it. That's my advice, because I, I had um, I had a similar experience. Um, some people are, are, are designed to, to always give excuses for evil because um they can't handle that it exists so just 
it's one of those situations where, you know, I, I, I got banned twice. Terrible stream, top that. I, I've, been, I got, I've been banned from streams. I rarely go on streams, but the one time I, I went on a stream, this one gay Frenchman who was talking shit, they banned me. And I, so I knew how it felt. So I want to, I want to do it to people that talk shit. <laughs> do you see the Chinese Moonlander video? Check out Secure Team Video YouTube. I don't trust anything about the Chinese. Jordan Peterson shut down his Patreon account. Yeah, he, he, but he doesn't shut down his asshole for dicks because he's a sodomite. Principal Productions. Hey, Owen, fellow Washington, Vancouver, to be specific. Being next to Portland sucks. Been a daily listener for a month, but still never verified. Can I be Principal Bear? Welcome, Principal Bear. Great, great name. Grandparents went to gulags for being Christian. I'm glad you're alive, my friend. Is it gay to lift weights to this? No, it's gay to whack off to it, but lift weights. But it's it, it's kind of gay to lift weights almost if you don't have land. I get it if, if you don't have a lot of land, but real dudes dig and post and fucking chop and dig. But I get it if you're like, you know, one of those homosexuals living in a city. But, uh, you know. BB, did you get a chance to watch the Banimus Prime? I emailed you with a poster now. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Have you seen Lee Camp's recent special? No. I'll check it out, though, maybe. I doubt it. Math Powerline. I, I have nothing against Lee Camp. I'm just saying sounds gay. Math Powerline, man, give him a chance. He's way more trustworthy than Duguay, BB. He's original and stand-up comedian. I got nothing against Duguay, by the way. He just likes to hijack chats. I got nothing against the guy. He's probably a great guy. Just to thank you, Big Bear. Thank you. Love to the Big Bear and family watching my wife wake up to the deep state and pedophilia. She internalizes too much, but she gets it. Dude, takes time. Because your wife is probably a really good person and doesn't want to under, like admit that that exists. Hey, Owen, what, I'm just a bad person enough to, to like not be sheltered by like my fucking weird world. Hey, Owen, what do you know about the dancing Israelis of 9-11? They won't let me type this effing question. I don't know shit about that. I'm still working on my own situations. I'll dive into 9-11 at some point. I just, it, it's just been, it, it's, it's almost like QAnon. It's like once things have been so worked over that don't have like a clear narrative to me, like the moon landing I can prove didn't happen. But like when things get so worked over, I don't even know how to start in on it. You know, there's just so much going on with it. MJ, Dave, Dave, Bill Hicks, Jones, both have evidence showing similar or exact facial lineup. Thoughts? Lastly, can I send a long super chat question? Yes, but I'm going inside. It's been over two hours. I'm freezing my fucking dick off. I'm going to read the the um, the bigger super chats to be fair. Good morning from UK. Happy, hopefully this gets you a beer or two. Regarding hiding in plain sight, you should research Kathy Glass. She's written multiple books about abused kids. Very creepy. Gotta be Cornish Pirate Bear. Yes. I, I'm Welcome, Cornish Pirate Bear. I'm dying to listen to Vox's uh, book about um, the final closet or the last closet. I still haven't listened to Jordan Eddicks yet. I still got to listen to that. Uh, Audible is, not Audible, but go to, um, go to, um, man, I, I work today for 14 hours, by the way. So don't think that I'm uh, going to do a Hillary Clinton suicide thing. Like, I'm not losing my mind. I just I wake up at 5, 5.30, and I start working and I, all day long. Uh, Castalia House? Is that the website? I don't fucking know. But I, 
those books, I, I it's it's hard to listen to, but when they survive, it's worth it. Hey, crime skit on Crowder was the goat replay. Ah, I will next time. Don't worry, BB. I don't think they'll send someone to kill you. At most, it might just be Joe Biden that comes to try and fondle your balls. Cheers, drinking claws. Also, yeah, I'm not. I'm not really scared. I just, I just want it out there to know that I am incapable of killing myself. And if anything happens to me, as Vox said on today's stream, make a mountain of skulls. And I mean that. Avenge. Avenge me. <laughs> Wiener's laptop holds the answers, i.e. life insurance file. Uh, he's still alive, ain't he? That's true. All right. I, I got to go inside. I'm, fr I'm fucking freezing. Hey, Big Bear, today's my birthday. Hopefully I can get married and see you in Israel with my soon-to-be wife. Dude, I'm so happy for you. Harry Bear got married. Much love to you and your family. Yeah, I might be able to tour Israel in May. That's what DeLev's shooting for. Hey, B, Carlos Bear here. I have a bud that worked with Memoa, and apparently he's a real piece of work. Well, he rubbed his daughter's chest like a fucking creep. Hey, BB, the other day you were talking about an impeding economic collapse and you have built a compound to protect your family. What can I do as a 20-year-old male to protect myself and my future wife? Think like that. I don't have the answers. But the way you're thinking is the right way of thinking. Because you can't, you know, you can build a bomb shelter and cover yourself with fucking explosives and shit and then just starve to death or just be real lonely. And it doesn't happen for 50 fucking years. Or it can happen tomorrow and all your electronics don't work and you don't have any money. The fact you care is the whole fight. I don't know, I didn't, like three weeks ago, I didn't know how to build a fence and now I could hide bodies under fences. In the 90s, Clinton's colluded with Bin Laden, bomb destroyed Serbia to open Green Corridor by infiltrating Kosovo, Serbian's historic uh, ortho-Christian holy land for Clinton's human trafficking and terrorism. They're legitimately the most evil people alive potentially. You're the best day of my day, uh, best part of my day. God bless you and your family. Thank you, Terry Bear. It was very sweet of you. And praying does work, man. I've uh, I've learned a lot with you guys since I started doing all this YouTube stuff. I I like it so much more than the Hollywood system that I can't put it into words. It's so much more rewarding, and and I meet so like better people. It's more creative. Everything about it is better. It's fuck, and I owe it to you guys. Like for real, it's like you guys are fucking awesome. I also owe a little to myself. I mean, I definitely put in the work, and I fucking crushed it. I could win the Super Bowl. You know, I could win the Super Bowl. Not anymore. There was probably a time. I just want to know that I could fucking th thread like a nickel, like that, like a nickel defense. You know, like you're just looking at like, they think they got you. They think they got you with the nickel. And the only person who cares about the nickel is the Jew who owns the fucking team. I'd shred it. Pray you don't become a flat earther. Well, now you're, you're, you're banned for life. Now... They're probably being nice. No, banned. Banned for life. I don't like that. That's praying to the that's praying weird. No, you're not banned. I'm over banning tonight. That wasn't that wasn't a banned for life thing. I'm not gonna become a fucking tyrant. My father. <laughs> I'm not gonna ban you for saying that you pray I don't become a flat earther. What the fuck?
Man, I enjoy banning too much. Sometimes I gotta really keep that in check. Ah, someone said chill, chill. That's banned. You're out, Kenneth. I hope it was worth it. Now go back to your little corner and never speak again. Chill, Big Bear doesn't chill. Everyone knows the Big Bear doesn't chill. Banning for praying weird. Well, it was a passive aggressive prey. Why not pray that I find the truth? Why not pray that I'm honest with myself? Why not pray that I find out what I'm looking for, which is true? That's how you pray. You don't pray that someone doesn't end up on a team you don't approve of. I should have banned that person. My instincts were accurate. That is weird praying. That is that is weird. You don't pray for tribal bullshit like that. Like, I pray that you don't fucking... Uh, Think of what I don't like. No, pray that I find truth. Other than that, you're bad at praying. And I fucking mean that. Who is your master? <laughs> That's a bad master. I can't believe I did not ban that person. I will never question my banning ever again. This was very eye-opening. I thought what I was doing was compassionate and wise, when in reality, the center rots. You try and be a moderate, you just rot from the inside out. You become a fucking coward. I can't believe I didn't ban that person. It was the banning that got away. They'll emerge again. If someone, it, it's habitual. If someone says something like, I pray you don't become a flat earther, they're going to do it again. They're going to try and hurt the bear again. And, and when that happens, they will be banned for life. And they will never speak here again. They will never speak here again. No. Never question yourself? No, question yourself. I have a healthy distrust in my own mind. Don't get me wrong. But like when it comes to banning, that's animal shit. That's the shit that wins Super Bowls. Maybe I, I deserve to never win a Super Bowl because I question that banning. Hang on. What did someone say? Yeah, but uh Dude, have you ever had your ass kicked? Yes. The banning that got away. But what if the truth is that the earth is a globe? Exactly. You don't pray that I end up in the fucking place that you want me to. Pray that I find truth and I share truth. The earth very well may be a globe. I think the odds are that the earth is a globe. But there's some evidence that says it's flat. And so why not? We why don't we just fucking figure it out together as a, as a team? I can't believe that person wasn't banned. I don't even remember their name anymore. God doesn't listen to idiot prayers that pray in the negative. You pray for wisdom. I know, but I think that that's a prayer to Satan. Listen, I may have just went overboard on that one. That person, no, no, I'm not questioning. That was a prayer to Satan. That was a prayer for power, not truth. Praying for power is always bad. Never pray to get an outcome you want. Pray to find truth. Pray to survive. Pray for family. Do not pray that outcomes that you want happen. That's the prayer to Satan. I should have fucking banned that person. The globe is a religion. Well, you can say anything's religion. The dude was a sodomite confirmed. In my mind, it was a snarky woman. But yeah, it was probably a sodomite man. I'm looking for him now. You're an imperfect banner. I'm a fallen man in a fallen world, but I ban the only way I know how from my gut and from my dick and my balls. <laughs>
All right, I'm out of here, guys. I gotta go. The fire's out. That's a metaphor for something. I haven't eaten much today. Uh, and as you can see, the the two and a half claws I've drank and have went right to my head. I'm I'm drunk on power. Yeah, welcome, Patriot Bear. Religion is religion. Just go back to reply and find later. Nah, it's it's not. I've I've better things to do with my time than than when you when you uh, when you go on a mission for revenge, dig, dig two graves, not one, two. You know, I've already. There's an old parable, story, myth. I don't know what the fuck to call it. But so a, a peasant boy and his father are walking, and uh, some old cunt. Some uh, like a snooty rich woman is like, carry me across the stream, peasant man. And the guy's like, all right. And the boy is furious and he's just fucking steaming with anger. He's like, why would my father stoop so low? And then like five miles later, he goes, why would you carry that woman? And the guy goes, I put her down five miles ago. Why didn't you? Right? Tell me that didn't hit you right in the dick and the balls. But at the same time, not putting things down is how you figure out we didn't go to the moon. See, that's the balance that charlatans like Jordan Peterson, those guys are talking about balance between good and evil, chaos and order. No, go for order, go for good. The balance is really working through an idea like that, where it's like, what's, what's it, like, how much do you carry something? It's one thing to carry, um, if you don't carry that, you're just always a goldfish. But at the same time, if you fucking carry it, you become the burden. Like, even after the burden is down, it's still on your back, right? It's intense. Someone said, I'm sorry, I don't get it. The Jews get it. That's why they're, they're, they're wagging the dog. Don't be a Sado. I don't know what that means. The day the band died. <laughs> Owen, are you left-handed? Uh, no. Jesus. Why would you even ask me that? Left-handed. You might as well ask me if I like sodomy. Good night, all. Eric Dubay debate. Do you want to get banned? Keep it up. Joe Rogan and Theo mentioned you today. They also did a terrible job condemning pedos. What exactly did those two sodomites say? Rogan should be banned from Earth. Well, he can hide in, like, if there is Howl Earth, if there is a middle, he can hide in there very easily because he fits in a shoebox. What did those faggots say about me? And, it, and by the way, I don't even care if they said good shit. I, I don't like those guys, and I never will. They're probably doing some kind of black magic. That you like it? That I like what? I'll build a fence around some of these guys. If you know what I'm saying? Great stream tonight. Thank you. Heitler. Yeah. Hail Heitler. What the fuck did they say? I'm not listening to the podcast. I don't like to get angry for no reason. There's enough to, it gets me angry. Can someone just tell me what the fuck they said so I can just react accordingly? Um, Rogan said he was 5'6". No, he's not. He was 5'6". He was five. He's 5'6 in his fucking dreams. He's 4'5". 
What'd they say? Nobody? No one even listens anymore. How funny is that? No one even listens. Or someone was lying, but I, I doubt it. No one's going to lie in this chat. I've, I've banned all the sodomites. Joe Rogan is a great guy. For a hobbit. It's hysterical. Man, I love you guys. Owen's only 6'3". I wish. 6'3 is a great height, unless you're playing in the NFL. Uh, no one even knows? Because it, it, would, it would surprise me if they did. Because the persona not grata thing. Hang on. Well, one second. I think someone said something. Joe said Owen Smith, not Benjamin. Yeah, they don't bring up the names of the people that, 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 that know them. Joe Rogan dreams about 4-6. They'll never mention me again. That, that, that's how you know how fucking weak and dark they are. Because it's like once, once darkness brings anything good into their life, it like fucks them up. Dude, I think I got some of this uh, spiritual war shit on lock. Joe Rogan. <laughs> He's the size of a limp Chinaman's penis. Like when a Chinaman freezes to death in Mongolia, that's the size of his penis, a Chinaman's penis is the size of Joe Rogan. All that money went to Joe's toe. <laughs> the truth disarms them. Yeah, but they can't, they can never bring up your name again. It's fucking amazing. Like when a Chinaman is freezing to death in Mongolia, and I'm talking about a small Chinaman that wandered up from Vietnam. Because Vietnam means Southland. It was originally part of China. Their dicks are so small to begin with, but as soon as they freeze to death, they go, oh, Joe Rogan is in my pants. Someone said you're dumb. I don't even have to say it out loud what I just did. I'll just say they're banned for life. <laughs> Only you can ban forest fires. Only you can ban forest fires. Black comedian Owen Smith. Yeah, you know my full name's Owen Benjamin Smith, right? I did drop my last name because of that fucking... That fucking nigger. <laughs> did I used to... I want, a joke I used to love was, uh, how does every black joke start? So... It's one of my favorite ones. And I was like, as I was doing this, I was thinking about what I should say. Like, I was going to say comedian, but I was like, no, do a, do the hard ER. That's the funniest one. That's the funniest way I could have, I could have played that. I did everything right. Unlike Joe Rogan, he should have worked for the keyboard elves. All right. I'm out of here. Hit the like button, share hugepianist.com. Don't be gay. Don't get killed by uh, Hillary Clinton. And sodomy is not something you should.